What's up, everybody? Welcome to yet another episode of the Players Club Podcast, episode 81, coming at you while we're having fun. And I also realized I did that intro damn near exactly like Greg Miller. <laughs> the what's up, everybody, is just too, I don't know. I, I want to call it iconic, but it's also like, no, if you didn't know who Greg Miller was, you wouldn't be like, well, that's a very distinct way to intro a thing that certainly belongs to a person. <laughs> um, but in any case, we're going to leave it there. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, we're back with part two of the game of the year deliberations. And uh, hopefully this one won't be three hours long. That's what I'm going to try and promise to you. You could already see the length of this episode and see if I failed or not. But I believe in myself and hopefully the rest of these gentlemen believe in me too. Uh, first up in this little round table of VGU alum, I guess, actually alums when you leave, um, VGU members is uh, Alan Mir. How's it going, homie? Well, technically I am an alum, uh, an, uh, alum from the first run of VGU. <laughs> true, true. I just put that together. That does make sense. <laughs> Well, thank you for hopping on here tonight. And then we're also joined here by, um, you know, I'll switch it up a little bit uh, by Josh Miller. How's it going? Yeah, I'm the uh, second alum. I guess you could say I'm pulling a Rodney Dangerfield and going back to school in a way. But yeah, I'm here to join us in this game of the year. Well, get ready to get schooled. Wait, I'm wait, wait. Does this, show make, you does this make uh, Graydon uh, Sam Kennison? <laughs> oh, my God. What does he do? He screams a lot. He goes, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's exactly it. Among right, other cool. things. I'm going to do that. I will accept that. I'll accept that. <laughs> and the voice that you just heard screaming there is uh, Graydon Webb as well. So welcome as well with your screaming self. <laughs> it, it's been a joy to be here. Did you know that I peed next to Greg Miller once? For Rizzle? For Rizzle. <laughs> oh my say, God. Some might say for drizzle. God. So P you got the humor. You got to see the BJ maker. <laughs> Benjamin I mean, James is the name of his son. And there's the joke. <laughs> Jesus. Good Lord. I was like, I didn't get that close. I... <laughs> Honestly, I'd hope not. Cause that'd be really weird to admit on a podcast. <laughs> that I would be the BJ maker. Oh uh, boy. This is the clip I'm putting on Twitter. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Game of the year. Yep, welcome. Game of the year is uh now nah, I was about to make a uh, even more crash joke. But instead <laughs> of that, let's just talk about the categories we're talking about today. So we're doing five categories once again. Um and we're going to streamline this a little bit, but I'll explain that after we just talk about the categories we're going over today. So tonight you're going to be hearing us discuss and deliberate the following five categories. Number 1, best action adventure game sponsored by previous year winner Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, number two, best gun game sponsored by Doom Eternal. Most anticipated game of 2022. Uh, that one is a long list. Good God. Uh, and the next one is most addictive game sponsored by Animal Crossing New Horizons. And the last one is best online game sponsored by Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. Now, here's how we're going to do this, gentlemen. Uh, we're going to get these things together. Let's see. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go through this first category, action-adventure game. I'm going to read off these listings. While I read off these listings for our current, you know, 
big list that we're going to shorten down. I want you to have the game in this list that is your ride or die, your number one in this list. And then once we all have that in our heads, we're going to say each of them. I'm going to highlight all of them. And then from there, we're going to say, we're going to start at the top and say, all right, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Is anyone going to, I'm going to delete it. Is anyone down for it? And then we, if no one fights for it, then we delete it. No questions asked, no eulogy for the death of the game. We're just going to go through it. Because for as much as I enjoy the conversation, I don't know if anyone's going to enjoy the conversation going that long and being that delirious towards the end when we're sleepy. <laughs> so um, that's how we're going to do this. Does that make sense for everybody? That works for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Sounds good, Al? Yeah. Perfect. So uh, so let's get it cracking. I'm going to go ahead and read these nominees and then we'll uh, shorten them down to our top three and then rank those three once we have them. Uh, and the first game here is, as I said earlier, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, followed by Guardians of the Galaxy, then Metroid Dread, then Lost Judgment, Outriders, Psychonauts 2, Omno, Resident Evil Village, It Takes Two, and Scarlet nexus now i'm gonna say my number one with the bullet i'm gonna go ahead and highlight because i'm gonna highlight each of these number ones that we have is ratchet and clank rift apart that's my number one with the bullet oh it's already highlighted all right i'm just gonna italicize it um so yeah that's my number one with the bullet so that's the one i would fight for the most out of this entire list um let's go ahead let's switch it up again uh graded what is your number one with the bullet on this list uh this is genuinely hard for me um (laughs) but based on the location of the ones i'm between in other parts of our deliberations i would have to go with it takes two Mm, okay that's a decent pick i'll give it to you um but we'll, we'll 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 come back around to that one so that one's been italicized um next up let's go ahead and go with al uh al what is your number one with the bullet one of it's one of the two that is already italicized Ooh. okay well in that case i will just leave it there <laughs> i will leave it there for now and we'll come back around to well you can say which one it is if you want Okay, uh, Ratchet. Okay, all right. Well, good tasting. Um, and then we'll go over to Josh. What is your number one with a bullet? Mine would be Scarlet Nexus. Really? Huh. Boy, I was ready to slit that one's throat. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, goddamn, I did not expect that. So we got Scarlet Nexus, Scarlet Nexus italicize it takes two italicize and ratchet and clank rift apart italicize now let's cut some of these uh the first one that i'm looking at this is a game that is on my personal game of the year list i don't feel like it fits in this category very well so i'm gonna go ahead and advocate for its removal now is anyone gonna fight me on omno being deleted i wanted to say about omno i think it is a shoo-in in the non-violent category for sure. So I think that it's right to get rid of here. Okay. All right. Same. I was thinking the same thing. So gonna go ahead and remove Omno. Uh, the next one here. How? Mm. 
How Can are I we feeling something? on? Please go ahead. I, and sorry to cut you off there. Please, I feel fine. like I feel like it's hard when we come around to game of the year because I don't think, and I'm not not trying to speak for everyone else, but I have a feeling that we put some stuff on the list because we think it'll that, be big. Yeah, like we think, oh, we have to mention it. But really, did any of us play either Metroid Dread or Lost Judgment? I was just about to say Metroid Dread. <laughs> well, actually. Uh-oh. Yeah. I've played a few minutes of Metroid Dread, and I couldn't, st- couldn't stand it, so I just... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do you not like the Metroid formula, or is this game different? Um, so uh, this was, it was my first traditional, or it was my first main, like, new, the first Metroid experience I got to all experience since Metroid Prime 3. Um, but I played the previous, like, Mercury Steam, Mercury, the Mercury uh, Steam developer who did uh, the previous one, the Metroid 2 remake. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like, I didn't like that one. I didn't like this. And I really hope David Jaffe doesn't hear this and <laughs> yells at one of us to debate upon it. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. Fight me, Jaffe. I, I, I don't want to interact with Jaffe in any real way. <laughs> he can have his life. It's fine. <laughs> um, all right. So it sounds like Metroid Dread, we're all down to delete. I have a crazy blast from the past. The only thing that I, the only reason I can picture what David Jaffe looks like is because he was on an episode of The Tester back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> And I oh, had that saved on my PSP and I went to bed with that all the time. Like I would listen to the same episodes of the tester to go to sleep every night. And it kills uh, me because I know that episode too. Yeah. <laughs> I I forgot what they had to do. I'll be I'll be researching that while you talk. All right, yeah. That that was around the time when the uh Twisted Metal reboot came out. So good God, that's a that's an era of time. Um so I went ahead and removed Metroid Dread. Looks like no one was gonna fight for it. Lost Judgment feels like it kind of falls under Metroid Dread as well. I don't think I didn't play it. Did any of y'all touch Lost Judgment? I nope. tried to get to it. Hey. Because you know, I I really really stand the the um Yakuza games. Yeah, the Yakuza first. And I respect the Yakuza games as well despite never touched them, but bleh, haven't played this one, so uh is that one safe to delete? Yeah. Yeah, I figured so. All right, so we're making some decent progress. I noticed there's two Scarlet Nexuses on this list. I'm not sure why, so I'm going to delete one. Oh, wait, what did I just do? (laughs) What did I just do? All right, there we go. I deleted the best gun game header on accident. I apologize for that. Um, Wait a second. Okay, nah, we're good. We're good. All right, now that I've solved that. um, So now we have, we still have Guardians. We still have Outriders. We still have Psychonauts 2. We still have Resident Evil Village. Take out Psychonauts 2. Okay. Yeah, I was I was I was looking at that one. Does anyone want to fight for Psychonauts 2? I, I mean, h- how many of us here have played it? Because I, I didn't I, play it. I have I played <laughs> I played as much of it as I could. I finished it. I really it. want to get to it. Oh, you finished it and you don't think it's worthy. I I think it is I think, you know, many people have claimed it kind of feels like an old like PS2 kind of game. Um, and it very much does. And the the biggest problem I have with that game is the controller mapping, uh, which kind of ruins how that game feels in a way. Um, Dang. I mean, 
it's not so bad. I would suggest people not playing it. It's just kind of like a small critical thing I would apply to the game. Um, but that's not the reason I like Psychonauts 2. Um, more of I like Psychonauts 2 more for the story and like the emotional beats that it goes through, um, like level design and that kind of stuff. But the actual action adventure part of it, less so. So I'm good with taking it down. All right. Fair enough. Psychonauts 2. I do want to get to Psychonauts. I, I'm a decent way through the original game on Steam and I want to get around to 2. But for now, RIP. Uh, now we have Outriders, Guardians, and Village. I'm thinking, I, let's not do Guardians yet, because I've been playing more Guardians, and I like that game quite a bit. Outriders, it's in Gun Game. I think it has a better shot in Gun Game. I'm going to delete it, because I think I'm the only one who played a lot of Outriders. Anybody else want to fight for it? No. I will never fight for Outriders. I didn't like it. Damn. All right. <laughs> well, RIP. Great. People can fly? <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> I love right. I love people who can fly. They make one of my favorite games of all time, but they they missed the mark. What bullet people storm? Can, yeah, people, okay. people can fly. More like people got sh- shot down. <laughs> oh shit! Fly. Yeah, people can fly. More like people can die. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it took me a minute, but I got there for you. Um, all right. So next up, I love here... you. People fly. Oh yeah, respect to you. Respect to you. Um, <laughs> they're a good dev. They're a good dev. Like you said, they made Bulletstorm. Bulletstorm's great. Uh, now we have Guardians of the Galaxy and Resident Evil Village. Now, okay, here's what I'm going to say. Does anyone... All right, so I chose Ratchet. Al chose Ratchet. Uh, Graydon, you chose It Takes Two. Josh, you chose Scarlet Nexus. For Al, I'm going to start with you. Are you feeling stronger about either Guardians or Resident Evil than you are for It Takes Two or Scarlet Nexus? That's well, how we're going to phrase this. That's such a dumb question. Of course, Al, it is. <laughs> well, like I, I, in my, like I narrowed, um, like from last week, last, last week when we did the first, first part of this mm-hmm. to that, like to a few, like a few, up until a few, a couple of days ago, I narrowed down, like my narrowed all the, like the categories down to like three games for like my, what I want the three games to be. Oh wow! Okay, and mine were literally, for this category. Mine were literally Ratchet, Resident Evil Eight, and Guardians. Hmm. Wow, yep. that's gonna be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so definitely, you would choose those two over It Takes Two and Scarlet Nexus. Now, let's go to Graydon. Um, out of Guardians and Resident Evil, do you feel more strongly about those two than either Ratchet or Scarlet Nexus? I feel absolutely strongly about guardians because it was my number two but i feel like i feel like it has it's really hard because i don't know where i would vote for okay here's what i'll say sorry Mm -hmm. go ahead (laughs) preface it with an apology um (laughs) i i am halfway through guardians i have heard that it has not entirely like picked up yet from alan however I feel it has picked up like it, it picked up in those first eight chapters tremendously just being a great game. 
I haven't, mm. what I'm saying is I haven't really gotten to the meat of the story, the meat of the, the characters that could be nominated for original character, the, like, like the later, the later categories, but as, on the surface as an action adventure game, it's fantastic. And that is where I would put it. If I okay. like, I would vote for it in this category. The only problem is it takes two is in this category and game of the year that's it and i don't think it's my game of the year Mm. so so i have to vote for it here like i have to put my weight behind it but i guardians is the closest second it could possibly be and uh, um i don't know i don't care for resident evil oh it wasn't resident evil it was ratchet i i don't really totally care about ratchet I I will play it someday, but I don't really have a lot of like love tied to it. And Scarlet Nexus, I played the demo, really enjoyed it. I want to play more of it, but I haven't gotten around to it yet. But I think it's guaranteed Guardians for me. Hmm. All right. So, so Guardians is definitely your thing. It seems like Resident Evil 8 was like number three on yours, Al. Yeah. Okay, well, Josh, you're the deciding vote. Uh, do you feel for, do you feel more strongly about Guardians of the Galaxy or Resident Evil than you do? It takes two a ratchet. Of these five games, I've only played two of them, and that would be Scarlet Nexus and Guardians of the Galaxy. Hmm. I would say I'm probably I probably care more about Ratchet and Clank just because I enjoyed the 2016 reboot so much. Hmm. But I also have heard so many good things about It Takes Two. That's hard for me to just, you know, just disregard it. Uh, but hmm. I have a feeling I may never play that game based on the co-op requirements for it. Um, Low-key me too. Yeah. Honest yeah. to God, you... Like, you... It's... You like playing... You like playing Lego games with your kids, right? Yes. I think you would have a great time with a, a kid and this game. Do you think the story parts of it would um, not be bad? (laughs) That's the thing I keep hearing about is like in terms of like kids and stuff and some of that story content. I I get that it can be, but I really don't think that it's done any more harsh than like like a Disney movie would cover a thing that's tough. Okay. Like it's really Mm. not like, oh my goodness, watch this depression. Like it's it does it in a way that's I I think it's I think it's a lot of fun and I think that the story kind of I don't want to say the story takes a backseat because it has a nice story but I think that like for what it is with the uh the the vibrant world and the gameplay that's just constantly changing and it's just a really fun romp that is I think worth it but it's totally up to however anybody who plays it with a kid wants to deal with like it is a story about divorce like take hmm. t- take it take it however you want like i'm not going to tell somebody it's it's for you or it's not for you that's that's up to anybody individually all right from from this conversation i'm picking up that it seems like village might just be the odd one out here so do we want to are we cool with dropping village right now like I, I, I respect to Resident Evil Village is on my game of the year list for my personal list, but I feel, especially as an action adventure game, 
I feel like there are better action adventure games on this list. I think all of these other games are better in that specific lens, even though Resident Evil is still a very good game. So anyone want to fight me on Village? Going once, going <laughs> twice. Sold to nobody. All right. So now we're down to four. Ratchet, Rift Apart, Guardians of the Galaxy, and It Takes Two. And, oh, and Scarlet Nexus. Apologies. Oh, man. I'm not trying to get your game out of here. I promise. Uh, all right. So here's how we're going to do this. I got to put Mass Effect back down here because it's it's screwing with my brain. Um, so mm, it'll be hard. I don't want to do this. <laughs> I, I'm done. I, 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 <laughs> leave, leave the chat. Uh, no. <laughs> Here's the thing. I respect Scarlet Nexus. I respect the hell out of it. So you like Scarlet Nexus more than Guardians, Josh. That much you've made clear. Yes. I, f mm. it, I feel like the two weakest links, because multiple people are behind Guardians, multiple people are behind Ratchet. The two weakest links are It Takes Two and Scarlet Nexus. So between these two, I think we need to have our votes. Um, now, Graydon and Josh, I think you guys have already made your votes on which you'd pick over both of those two. I guess it's up to me and Al. So, Al, which one would you pick over Scarlet Nexus and It Takes Two? Um, oh, this is this, this is tough. Very. Oh man, this is gonna hurt feelings. I apologize. <laughs> I'm okay. I'll I'll take whatever. I understand. Listen, I <clears throat> I said from the moment that I played it that. As I've honestly, I haven't played a lot of games this year. Every single one of them, I think has said this could be my game of the year. So like, does that mean it was a good year for gaming? I don't know. But <laughs> um, when I played It Takes Two, I was like, this is my game of the year. And it was one of the first games to come out of the year that was like high profile. And it stuck with me. And I am absolutely blown the fuck away that it won game of the year game awards so it it got its due and if we lose this year i won game of the year last year <laughs> <laughs> that's true I'm that's okay. fucking crazy we're Here, still the only me... website to give that game game of the year last year <laughs> <The only> website. <laughs> let me push this out there so scarlet nexus is already in top three for the best role-playing game i think Emmett just flat out is not liking Scarlet Nexus. And I don't think anyone has really anything <laughs> negative to s not completely negative. But <laughs> Paul, I would like to re refute that. Scarlet okay. Nexus I don't hate. I've played a good chunk of it. I, uh, I think I appreciate it more than I like it right now, but because I appreciate it so much, I want to play some more of it. I, I feel like as an action-adventure game, it's not very great because the combat itself is just a little off. It's just a little too slow paced to be like a Devil May Cry type game, but it's also just a little bit too fast paced and kind of dealing with multiple enemies to really be something like a Souls-like. Um, it's kind of in that awkward middle ground between both of those types of combat action games. And the story isn't gripping me too much. I like a lot of characters, but like I don't really care what they're doing right now. So like it could, it could turn around. It could turn around. But... I think I'm I'm not negative on the game. I'm just like, we'll see. It's fine right now to me. And considering that it's your overwhelming positivity, mine, it's okay. And then no one else caring. <laughs> That's a well, little hey, stack. Hey. I oh, downloaded, oh. I downloaded the game to my 
like off Game Pass on my X, I'm on my on my Series X. I said I just had a, a shitty week. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. And like, um, I, like I, if I had like if I had the the ability to get to it, I really would have gotten to it. So does that mean you'd vote for it over It Takes Two? I will let Scarlet Nexus go and keep It Takes Two on here. I right, one person's falling the grenade, but we might not need to pull the pin. What says you, Al? Uh, okay, so hmm? I'll let Scarlet Scarlet Nexus die this time around. Uh, all right. <laughs> so I since I saw that it re- it'll reappear on yeah. the, another category down the line. That is true. It will return. If it makes you feel any better, did you wait? Did you say there's a best role playing game? Yeah, we did that last episode. Oh, I really? Think we, oh, shit. I think we swam what through that on the Pokemon yeah. one. <laughs> you were here. It's just that that was like past midnight. <laughs> oh, my God. I well, went on a rant about Pokemon. Yeah. Things you do. yeah. Yeah. We let Pokemon win that one for we all you. We all unanimously, except for Emmett, <laughs> went for Pokemon on that. I remember. <laughs> and that. I was like, what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> I mean, I did put I did tweet that gif. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. And right before I went to bed, I was like, I'm going to just tweet something passive aggressive. at <laughs> uh, All right. Well, I guess that settles it here for best action adventure game. We are left with the three we have, which is Ratchet, Rift Apart, Guardians of the Galaxy, and It Takes Two. Now let's rank them. Um, it seems like. It seems like Guardians of the Galaxy is something that all of us played that all of us are positive on. Um, it seems like half of us are really positive on ratchet but the other half of us haven't played it so is I, it fair to s- yeah i'm totally cool with guardians ratchet it takes two i was I'll just about to happen. say that and then there you go josh i'm giving you a virtual handshake our <laughs> <laughs> our favorites are third place that works for me <laughs> all right bingo bango let's make it happen anybody uh have a problem with the current ranking that i'm typing up right now i'm doing it in in reverse yeah thank you <laughs> good god it's not even late yet i need to fucking tighten up um so yeah in that case i'll go ahead and read out the winners the winners for best Wait, action what, adventure what's mass effect doing down here that's from gun game oh okay it, all right it got bumped up because our the formatting's a little off but oh wait that is weird why is it did we mention that like that oh it um, wasn't it was not in this category. It shouldn't be. Okay. Because like that's more solidly an RPG. If it was meant to be in this category, it was getting wiped off anyway. <laughs> All right. What were you about to say, Al? Oh no, I was just gonna, just gonna say that the spot that the best that the best gun game had in the document. That's where Mass Effect Legendary Edition was. Oh, and okay. When you, when you moved it, when things were moved around, Mass Effect got accidentally thrown into the shovel of things. Yeah, apologies on that. I was trying to fix the formatting because best gun game was like a header to the whole page and it just popped up multiple times throughout the pages. And I'm like, oh, no, that's a problem. So, yeah, I fixed that. But podcast listeners don't need to listen to that. Um, Here are your winners for action adventure game uh, sponsored by Ghost of Tsushima. Number three is It Takes Two. Number two, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. And number one, Guardians of the Galaxy. Look at that. We got through a category in less than an hour. I like this, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. All All right. So with that, we'll move on to the next one as I Um, go ahead and highlight this category. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Got a comment? 
just yeah just something interesting and i think i was gonna say it to you uh just like in the group chat or something when you did whoa the fuck i'm i'm making notes now so i can try and give some timestamps. stamps oh that's rad look at that i was like what (laughs) um i'm learning so I think it's funny because I listened to your players club where you were like um, the solo one you did anticipating that predicting the game award stuff. Oh, yes, yes. And I think it is. I don't know. I don't want to say funny because I'm not making fun of you, but I just think it's <laughs> I think it's interesting how you're like, oh, well, we've got to th- like uh, sprinkle all the games out into the categories because we have to give each one their due. When by the time the game awards, like on the game awards and, and honestly, anything, the Grammys, the whatever they are, they're like, fuck it. We've got three things that are big names. Star Wars is going to win 12 awards. <laughs> like <laughs> it never really matters that, that no one ever really gets their due. So yeah. I guess just like going forward, I don't want it to seem like it. I, I mean, I don't know. I guess that's the question I'm raising. Do we want it to kind of be like that? Or are we cool with like if gun game if if Ratchet and Clank or something deserves good best gun game, then it'll be in the top three again. Like how do um, we want to go about that as a as a company? I mean, I'll I'll just say this. I feel like by way of us recording our deliberations, we are kind of giving a lot of these games their due already by saying, hey, it did this great. Hey, it, it deserves something, but it wasn't better than this. And then we go on about our listing. I think this is the avenue to do that, because that's why I like Giant Bomb when they do their same thing like this. I'm like, oh, OK, that small game, you got to talk about it on a pu- on a public platform, but ultimately it's not as good as everything else, you know? So we can have our cake and eat it too, basically. Okay, I'm good with that. Does anybody disagree or want to add anything before we get to the next category? All right, sounds good. Uh, On to the next category then. Uh, This next one is Best Gun Game, just like we said earlier, sponsored by Doom Eternal. The nominees here are... Oh, and we're doing the same thing, so make sure you got your number one with a bullet in your head. Um, The nominees here are Mass Effect Legendary Edition, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, Resident Evil Village, Returnal, Back for Blood, Outriders, Battlefield 2042, Aliens Fireteam Elite, and Halo Infinite. And now that I'm looking at this, give me a second to add something. There we go. Just wanted to make sure I added Splitgate on there as well. And honestly, I think I might add, I know it's bad to be adding things last minute, but I'm going to look in here because I played a lot of gun games and I don't remember if they all came out in 2021. But while I'm going to look that up to see if there's anything else I want to add, um, we're going to switch it up again. Al, I'm going to start with you. What is your number one with a bullet on this list? That would be Halo Infinite. All right. Wow. Halo Infinite. <laughs> I did not expect that. I thought I thought a lot of us didn't get around to that, but we did have a couple days here. Um, all right. Well, that one's italicized. Did not expect that. Holy shit. All right. So that's number one with the bullet. Um, let's do Josh. What's your number one with the bullet? Honestly, I'm not really into shooters much, so I have zero dogs in this race. So ah, a pacifist, if you will. Yes. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, hmm. I'm looking through here. Well, I'll say for for my case, there's nothing that I'm really going to add on here 
that I wouldn't already. I was going to say Deathloop, but that's not a great shooter, <laughs> I would say. Uh, it's it's fun in other ways. So I, I think we're good with these nominees at the very least. Um, how about you, Graydon? Is, do you have a number one with a bullet on here? I have a curveball. Oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> I have a wild, wild in opinion that's going to make you go, what? Why? Whomst? Oh, no, not the whomst. <laughs> God, that's hanging over my head forever now. <laughs> I nominate, though it's already been nominated, Aliens Fireteam Elite. What the fuck? Really? <laughs> because oh, okay. it is undoubtedly some of the most fun I have had in a video game this year playing that fu- that just that just that video just that little taste of that game that we got was one of the best times i've had in this year and i loved it what in the godforsaken hell um <laughs> i mean i can't even be mad man i cannot even be mad i re- i respect that choice but i'm gonna be real pissed when i gotta fight against it later um <laughs> Hey, you didn't All nominate right. anything. You said you you didn't bring nothing to say, you know what? I'm going to lock it in. And You know what? I'm going to do that right now. I'm going to lock it in right now. Splitgate. Go for it. I, I think I want to do Splitgate. I really do think I want to do Splitgate. But when it comes down to just like good feeling combat that just like feels fucking incredible. Ooh, okay. I added Splitgate because I thought I would have more room to like sneak it in there. But like y'all didn't pick any of the ones that I would have picked. So I love Splitgate. I think it's great. I think there's a great spot for it in a different category. So I'm going to delete that in a minute. But the ones I'm going to lock in, we are okay. Ratchet already got into a different category and I think it deserves it. So I'm going to italicize Outriders. I know people, I know at least one of you hate it, (laughs) but if we're being controversial, (laughs) then Outriders is the one I'm going to hit. I love Ratchet and Clank. Love it to death. But like as a gun game, Outriders is more satisfying. So with that being said, um, this is where we start cutting shit down. And because I already said my piece on Splitgate, there's going to be another chance where I'll give it some love and I will give it a lot of love in that category. But for here, I love Splitgate, but I'm going to delete it. Um, Is anyone going to fight me on Splitgate? (laughs) I played Splitgate. Am I the only one who's played Splitgate aside from you? Probably. I haven't touched it. Have yeah. or haven't, Josh? I have not. Oh, okay. I think, am I wrong in saying that it's very similar to Halo? To the point that if we nominate Halo, which I feel that we just should because it's such a high-profile thing that is done good. Like, it's just... But, but also, that's not to discredit Splitgate's, like, uniqueness. It's very good. But I just feel that it's very similar that they're kind of like a there can be only one type of thing. I'll say it like this. They are very similar. Yes. Uh, The first thing I'll say is I don't want us to feel pressured to nominate anything just because it's high profile. This is just quality. We're talking here or just, you know, the specifications of the category. What were you going to say? And I'm going to back for blood. Yep. I was about to say that, too. Uh, Mass Effect. Okay, because that'll be next. Ironically, we that actually should have gone. That act that really belonged in the best action adventure game, uh, category. Uh, it might have, but would because it have won though? 
it wouldn't have, but the fact that it, 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 it feels like it's being mis- misrepresented because you know what? Yeah, one is a one is both an RPG with guns, while two and three are whole ass action adventure games. That's very true. <laughs> I will give you that. I'm going to delete Mass Effect here because I do think it, it probably just slipped out of action adventure when I reformatted everything. So I'll just delete that now. And the third one is. So Ooh, say it. I think I know what you're going to say. Say it. It's Returnal. Oh, okay. I didn't think you were going to say that one, but I'm also down for that. Um, did anyone play Returnal? Wow. I had no Decided. desire to. I have oh. no PS5. Well, that that's a factor. Uh, <laughs> I, honestly, I, I don't know, man, because I told you all my power went out right before we started recording this podcast. I've tried to turn my PS5 on for the last like hour. So, oh, we'll yeah, see. you have to do the whole I, I've actually dealt with this multiple, many times. You have to do the whole applying pressure to the uh, power to the power, like man, the manual power, power button. Oh, wait to like for the, the debug mode to go off. Okay, I gotta hold it until the debug mode pops up. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, then I'll try that later on because I did not hold it that long. Um, well, in that case, my PS5 is salvaged, but I do have Returnal installed. I just not have started it because the idea of playing something that is super challenging and also super stingy about where you can save and kicking you back to the beginning when you die. Doesn't sound appealing right now, but I like a lot of Housemark games, and that's the type of game that appeals to me. People keep comparing it to Risk of Rain 2. I'm gonna play it, but for now, oh I'm my god, that makes that 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 is very accurate. Oh yeah, the Risk of Rain 2 comparison. Yeah, like from from the little I played Risk of Rain 2 on Switch. Oh hell yeah! To, to uh, the amount of Returnal I played, though that's if, the one. If I if at least if I found out at least one person. If there's like a like a connection of like develop, developer wise of like one person who worked on uh, Risk of Rain two worked on Returnal, even if it was it someone who so just much sense. even if it was someone who just went out who had like a, a like thirty minutes of influence <laughs> on like the on the on the product, it would make so much sense because I I, I, I want to elaborate the DNA just, you feel yeah it feels like it just feels like shared DNA. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's more inspiration for me to finally play that game, but I didn't play it before today, so delete. <laughs> oh boy. All right. So these next two that I'm gonna fight for deletion of, I want to delete for okay. Battlefield 2042. Is anyone gonna fight on that one? Uh, Cause no. go. Yeah, because like that one barely like. It most polarizing. It doesn't deserve a reward. <laughs> Get it out of here. Um, I mean, the only I would, I would, I would, if I had played it, I would fight for it. But the only reason I would fight for it now is Michael K. Williams. Don't yeah, me. respect to Michael K. Williams. That's true. That's very true. But honestly, go back and play the campaign for Battlefield Four, everyone, because that campaign the, the, the best Battlefield. Fuck yeah! I I would say yes. Battlefield Four <laughs> is the best great. Battlefield. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we we that's a damn near universal opinion, in my opinion. Wow, that what? <laughs> what did I just say? It's a, a universal, universal opinion. opinion in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> God, I'm a fucking idiot. Well, in know, any think, case, 
I think mm-hmm. the Battlefield 3 gets more praise than 4, to be honest. I would say so, yes, but I also feel like 4 was just a better 3, so... And then Bad Company sense. 2. Everyone yeah, 2. True. No one's out here like, oh, man, 1943 is the shit. Even though no, I like that, that was game. that was just for multiplayer, right? That's the only reason people like that game. Yeah, it was like a $9 Xbox Live game. It was really fun. Um, in any case, tangents aside... Um, so, so we deleted Battlefield 2042. Now we have. All right, here's another one I want to delete. Can we just delete Resident Evil Village, or yeah. is the gunplay in that do we think is remarkable? Is it one of its like best levels? Not even using a gun. Yeah, for most of the most of that level, you're just cowering in fear. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah, I would say I would say Village deserves to get wiped off. Now I know I mean, a lot of people. Oh, hold up. Go ahead. Well, that may be the case. Upon further review, huh. that amount of time is not that that amount of time without a gun, without a weapon, where you're in just shut up amnesia PT situation. Mm-hmm. There are I, I I could be the only one here feeling this way. Hmm. Try me. <laughs> There's more. Like there's more like where some people would say the dollhouse is the only is the best part of the game. Ooh, were you about to say the only good part? <laughs> maybe. Ooh, oh, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe not. Get rid of it. <laughs> oh wow, that's controversial as hell. No, um, no, no. I I love Resident Evil Village, but yeah, hey, as do I. But as a gun game, I don't think it holds a candle to the rest of this list here. So yeah, let's go ahead and wipe it off. One, two, three, boom. Now here's where I think I'm going to have to eat some humble pie and maybe Graydon's going to have to take a slice as well. Um, how how much can I sell y'all on Outright? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's here's what we're going to do. It's, we have Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. We have Outriders. We have Aliens Fireteam Elite. And we have Halo Infinite. One of these games is not lasting. Are we okay? We're gonna go around. Do you feel comfortable removing Ratchet and Clank? We're gonna start with Josh this time. Do you feel comfortable removing Ratchet and Clank for these three? Because I know you're agnostic. <sighs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, pause. Yeah, Josh is not agnostic. He played Aliens with me and Graydon. Hey, what's up with that? <laughs> I played Aliens. I played Outriders, but none of them deserve awards. I, I mean, they're just not my thing. That's. That's Damn. the problem. I mean, probably the closest thing that is something I would like is Ratchet and Clank, just because the guns there are a little bit more fun <laughs> mm. than just your typical assault rifles and shotguns and all that. Um, fair. Hurts, but fair. But <laughs> honestly, I I enjoyed the shooting in Outriders. I thought it was perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. I thought the powers were cool. It's just I didn't really care about the world and the way the game was structured. Um, fair. God, <laughs> yeah. Mm. Holy shit. All right. So okay. So it seems like you're you're definitely leading towards Ratchet, but you don't hate Outriders. I don't. But I haven't completely. <laughs> I haven't hear I haven't heard you say anything positive on aliens yet. So um let's take that hint and go over to Graydon since I know you're Mr. Aliens. Do you feel comfortable deleting Ratchet? 
honestly, I don't. Okay. Um, I haven't played it, but I know of Ratchet and Clank series. I know it is a series that is heavy on guns and the idea of weird guns, multiple gun, like just a, a variety of them. And, and that's really what it is. It's a, it's a platformer with, with guns. And I think that if, I don't know, I just think it's like, I know that you say like, we shouldn't feel pressured into high profile things, which I agree with. But I also feel that like, if it's something that is so super, like people waited a long time for a ratchet and clank and and it came and it delivered and it's a big thing. And it was like a big, it was really good as well as it being big. And <laughs> then it, it did a lot of good things with the guns. <laughs> like, I'm explaining it. Josh was so refined like, with his speech and I was some like guns and <laughs> things and jumping. <laughs> I think I get what you're saying. It's that it's not, you, you don't want to give it to it just because prestige you want to, because it's prestige it's able to do so many things at such a high level that it kind of deserves it. Yeah, like even Halo I would fight for too cuz it's like I think it's it's gunplay that is great. It's historically great. Halo's back. It's more great Halo gunplay. And and then they they improved on it with new things and still maintained mm. great Halo gunplay. And I think that that in itself is deserving of it too. I from what I saw I feel that, excuse me, I have to burp. So sorry. Belch. <laughs> I feel he like. this mic, but I said it. <laughs> I feel that Outriders doesn't really deserve anything huge. Cause I just, <laughs> is, is there a thunderstorm going on? <laughs> nah, it's just my seething anger. I, I just, I don't know. And and I mean, to be fair, Aliens didn't bring a whole lot of excellent, like, oh, it's perfect. But like, like in terms of gunplay, you can, you can see in that video, my gun legit auto aims and all I was doing was holding the trigger, <laughs> but mm. it was something about just the like legit. It's kind of like if I chose something based on nostalgia, I'm picking aliens based on fun. And mm. if that is what it's going to come down to, I will concede aliens. I just want people to know that I think at the end of the day, I just want the world to know that a good aliens game was made this year and it was fun and it's a really good party game. And, and that's that. My thing with aliens is, you know what? Here's the thing. I don't know if I have a specific beef with aliens. It's just that because I'll say it like this. Do you think you would have had fun with aliens fireteam elite if you played it in single player? Um, I mean, we, we did talk about it that like the bots are pretty good in it. And it's not like it's not that the game like gets worse in single player. I would just mm -hmm. prefer to play it in multiplayer. Same thing with like back for blood. Um. It's a game that is best played with other people. And I don't know if I'll honestly play it without friends. So hmm. yeah, I'll be honest with you. Are you, okay. are you trying to, to, uh, contest that with that outriders is good single player. 
I only played Outriders in single player. Well, okay. actually, that's a kind of lie. I played the demo with some friends, but like once the full game came out, only played it with with just myself, and that game was really fun. It's very what it's like. It's similar to Doom Eternal, and I say that because Doom Eternal is tough as nails and hard as shit. But once you get through it, you feel like a god among men. Felt the same way with a lot of fights in Outriders, where the fights in Outriders aren't quite as smart as Doom Eternal, where Doom Eternal, you're balancing all these plates, you're trying to shoot weak points, get resources, blah, 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 blah. In Outriders, it's really just, all right, am I gaining enough health to mitigate the damage I'm taking? And you're having to do damage just it's 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 a linear it's a linear balance. It's you got to do enough damage to stay alive longer so you can do more damage. Where Doom is like so many more aspects you got to worry about. Um, I I really like Outriders, man. And I understand that the story is kind of generic and the characters are kind of generic. It's generic in a slightly endearing way. How I explained it was like a like a pretty good sci-fi television show, like the network sci-fi. Like it's okay. kind of on that level, which is to say it ain't great. But it's entertaining, and especially for a game where you're kind of here just to fuck shit up, it, it's it's good enough. It's good enough to where I was treating it like a podcast game for the first for the first few hours, and then at a certain point, I was kind of interested in what was going on and some of the like clever dialogue and stuff. So I took out my headphones and listened to the audio. So I really like Outriders. Um, wait, I will I let you have it. I'm pulling out. Yeah. Now, like, what were you really, going to say, Al, before we go for that, though? I was actually going to say, give my support, or give some my input on the ones that I didn't give support to. Okay. So, Aliens Fire Team Elite, I played it a few days ago um, on, my P on my PC via Game Pass. And as Grain said, what Grain says is true, there are literally parts where you can just use the use the camera like just move the camera and have that be your aim button <laughs> like i i was playing my the exact same character i created uh, when, I, when i made the video with graden and josh oh, wow my uh my ginger beard, bearded man yes <laughs> except uh my or now my now uh, uh, that 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 thing is a relic of the past <laughs> considering where i am now um both that and Outriders, I played the majority of the, those single play alone. Oh, and the verdict is with Aliens, I had fun with Grain and Josh, and with Outriders, I wish that there was none that like that I was playing with other playing with other pe other people. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> but I don't know, man. I feel. Mm. So it seems like one you you don't share the opinion that Outriders is fun by yourself. No, um, mm. that's I, you know I, fair. I just want to just say something also about Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Oh yeah, go ahead. So I didn't really invest much in the uh, like in upgrading my, my weapons. Oh wow! Okay, like, I only maybe. I like the the weapons I upgraded were like the burst pistol, shatter bomb, the enforcer, and the uh, glove of doom. Okay, decent selection. Like there are actually some, like some here I didn't even realize existed. Like the bouncer, the pixelizer. Hmm. But there's just something about the way that game 
the way the game uses uh, or makes use of the haptic triggers and like haptic feedback. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. Like for the pinball gun, I forget the name of it. It's probably like the pinger or something. <laughs> um, yeah, the w- the way it uses triggers for that for that weapon specifically, where you have to keep hitting the trigger to keep the pinball bouncing between different enemies and doing damage. Oh, I think that's really cool. Ricochet, thank you. That's exactly what it is. But yeah, I think that gun's cool. Like on my list, as I like as as I will once again mention, I had Halo, Aliens, and Resident Evil Village. Wow, but, y'all really dig Aliens. Well, it took me a while to get to get over my adoration of Colonial Marines hmm. to finally acknowledge that Fireteam Elite is the premier Aliens game. Wow. Yeah. Alan did say that. Yes. Mm. I, I was going to bring that up. It's it's very good. You know what? He, here's what I'm willing to propose. Because all of y'all played Aliens, especially y'all played it together, it seems like y'all are pretty positive on Aliens, where I am the most positive on Outriders, and everyone else either hasn't played it or just thinks it's fine. So it seems like y'all are higher on Aliens. It seems like collectively y'all are higher on Aliens than I am on Outriders as one person. So I might have to take this L. I might well, have to also, take this L. Also mm-hmm. with as I was I as I was gonna say with Ratchet, I had up until Halo Infinite came out, like the campaign dropped, I had that I that was perhaps the gun game that I loved. Mm. Because right there with you. Like as like as the um the, the clip slash magazine was getting getting shorter, it felt like you like it felt like you were holding the gun itself, and mm-hmm. once it did, once like the it ran out, you ran out of ammo. Yeah, it does that it, click thing. Yeah, and I just felt like, wow, that we have really gone to a point where, actually, you know we've gone to a point where we don't have to uh, do horrible things in order to <laughs> achieve in order in order to achieve uh, stuff seen in Doom. Hell yeah. You know what? I can I can respect that take. Uh, you know what? I'm going to fall on the sword. I know you already offered it, Graydon, but I think I'm going to fall on the sword. I'm going to delete Outriders. I think I think it is as a gun game, especially with all the different loot combinations that you can do with all the guns and the fact that you can craft your own variations of these guns. I think it's really cool, but I'll give it to Aliens because it seems like y'all enjoy it as a thing to play with friends, but also as an Aliens product in that franchise. So I'll respect it and delete my fucking game. So with that, we have our three winners here. Uh, now we just got to rank them. So let's see. We got Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. We have Aliens, Fireteam Elite, and we have Halo Infinite. Um, Is it safe to say Aliens is at least three, though? Yeah, yeah I'll take that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I'm not about the, oh, it's better than Halo. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, um, like, <laughs> I, I drank it. Halo, Ratchet, Aliens. Okay. Do, do y'all agree as well? Halo over Ratchet? Do you? I haven't played Halo. And I love Ratchet. Halo's got to be really fucking good to be over Ratchet in my book. But I the thing about Halo also, I know this isn't necessarily the category for it, but I am dog shit at the multiplayer. I do not like the multiplayer in Halo Infinite at all. And like oh, I was kind I, of enjoying I, it. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't like the multiplayer either, but it was it's 
the campaign's that good? The campaign is that good. Like I, I said on the episode that we recorded after um, the Game Awards, mm. and they just like, like my my gripe of about Bungie. Uh, uh, that's that shows where I am. So as I <laughs> three four three, up, yeah, three four three. Uh, like the fact that they took so many weapons out and put in new ones or put in replacements, and they're still all really great to use. They, they're yeah, they're still really great to use. They feel different. They feel certain weapons feel like they're they're like melds of two two other weapons. Mm. Okay, eh, you know what? I I might just give it to you. Is anyone gonna? Does anyone want to fight against Halo Infinite being number one? No. All right. Sounds like we're doing it then. In that case, we'll go ahead and write it all down here. And make it so. So the winners of the best gun game category, number three, rounding out the bottom, is Aliens Fireteam Elite. Can't fucking believe it. Number two, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. And number one, Halo Infinite. I got to play that campaign. But now that I, I, since I waited so long and it's no longer the current year and, and I had to play it for game of the year, I'm just going to play all the rest of the Halos before I get to it. So there you go. Um, Honestly. God, I, mm-hmm. Th- if there's one, there's really one game you have to play to understand Halo Infinite, and is well, technically two games, Halo Wars Two and Halo Five. But you could just watch like the the cinematics for both of those. Yeah, I might play just, Halo Five, jump, and that's it. Yeah, just you can just jump to Halo Infinite after watching those. Okay, well. I'll add that to the list. I'll add that to the record. Um, So, yeah, we got gun game out of the way. And now here we go to this next category, which is a a chonky boy, as I like to say. Do you want to do this one like right now or do you want to like do the other two around it? You know what? We should save this one for last. Great, great point. Great point. Um, now I got to change the note because I already put into speed of games, <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. I can do all that in post. Take it back, Craig. Take it back. Yeah. Redo. Redo. Um, in any case. Uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and do we'll do most addictive game next um, because most anticipated game is going to be a long one. Um, so let's go ahead and go through these nominees for most uh, addictive game uh, sponsored by Animal Crossing New Horizons. Uh, this one is going to be included with Mass Effect Legendary Edition, Star Wars The Old Republic. No, it Dragon... isn't. Cut it. Oh, oh wow. Uh, okay. Deleting Star Wars The Old Republic already. All right. Dragon Ball <laughs> Z Kakarot Madden 18? Is that yes. on purpose? On purpose. All right. Madden 18, yes. The Forgotten City, Forza Horizon 5, and Cookie Clicker. What the fuck is this list? So it seems like most addictive game. We're just putting anything from any year now. Okay, so that, yeah, most addictive game. We did it last year too, and it was. I think it was any year. It was. Wasn't this like games of yesteryear essentially? See, we but we we have a games of yesteryear, so I'm not sure. Like, Do we? if we're I doing we any, yeah, we games of yesteryear. We did last episode. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Graydon, were yeah. you? Did you record with us last week? Or oh, you're talking about what took so long. That's what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, what took so long is games of yesteryear. Yeah. Okay, I forgot that we did that. But this yeah. doesn't work. No, I'm fighting for it. Because my problem is, is addicting game, like, 
Is Kakarot from this year? I don't think so. It's from 2020. Yeah, nah, get the hell out of here. All right, (laughs) fine. I'll get rid of that in Madden, but here's my problem. I love Forgotten City as much as the next guy, but what the heck does addictive game mean if who's going to go back to that game? Let me explain. I Because I don't think I added Forgotten City, but I have a perfect argument for it. I played the Forgotten City very quickly. I think I played that in like two sittings, maybe three with some cleanup. That game, you don't want to put it down. So I think that's a good way of saying what's addictive because Mass Effect Legendary Edition, I think, works too. It's so engaging. You're so into the story. You're so into the gameplay loop. You're so into the whatever that you don't want to stop playing. So I think Forgotten City works for it because it's not necessarily you want to replay it 50 million times. It's just that you want to see what happens next. And I think Mm -hmm. that's really impressive, especially since there weren't many games this year where I got just encapsulated in that way. Um, And actually, I'm going to add a couple more now that I'm thinking about it. So I've added Knockout City. I'm adding Blitgate to this thing as well. And I'm adding... uh, Am I adding anything else? (laughs) You know what? I'm going to add this too. This came out this year, and Um, I think it counts. Go ahead. Okay, uh, as I type this out. When did Risk of Rain 2 come out? Oh, God. Uh, years ago. Uh, I want to say 20... Eh, I think 19, but definitely not this past year. Okay, because that's top three for for most addictive game for 2020. Damn, yeah. Damn right. I love that game so much. It it, it could ruin my life at any moment if I let it. Um, but wouldn't that technically break the break the rule? Yeah, of putting it on here. Yeah, we're not going to put it on here. I'm just saying that's a great game. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I mean, the case that does being made that. that... Oh, that you want to just that you want to see what happens next, that type of thing. No, I think I I think I must have been listening to something, something else. Oh, OK. <laughs> Cancel that then. Um, yeah, I, I mean, in the case of something like Risk of Rain 2, wanting to get back in there for another run, that urge would apply to this category. But, you know, different year. Um, so yeah, I've also added, so in addition to knockout city and split gate, I've also added cruise and blast. So cruise and blast is also on this list. Now let's see. Now let's go ahead and do this right now. Kakarot. Wait, Josh, did you add Kakarot? That was me. Nope. Oh, okay. That was you, Al. Um, I'm going to go ahead and delete Kakarot. I apologize, (laughs) but it has to be done. And we already talked about Madden 18. That is gone as well. Um, now this one's such a short list. Do we want, you know what? Nah, let's stick, let's stick to it so we can run through this list. Um, number one with the bullet, everybody. What is your number one with the bullet? Um, since I haven't gone first, I think I'm going to go ahead and go first. Um, number one with the bullet for me is Cookie Clicker. I have to be honest with myself. I played that for way too long. So I highlight or I've italicized it. Cookie Clicker is my number one with the bullet. Um, Josh, actually, we'll we'll go ahead with you. What is your number one with the bullet on this list right here? Okay, let me ask one thing, please. If a game came out before 2021, but it's one of those things where it is kind of like a live game, how would I that, say f- that counts? It does. Oh, I'm gonna does. say it counts. I'm gonna because for for these one and done games like a Madden or something, because Madden's not a live game because there's a new one every year. <laughs> So, like, if, if it's like an Apex or a Fortnite, anything like that. Okay, well, let me add mine on here, then. 
Is it really Dragon Ball Z Kakarot? No. Okay. It is a mobile game, Dragon Ball Z Dokken Battle. Oh, boy. <laughs> and I think oh, I am on John. day, like, 1,400 of consecutive login days. Fuck yeah. <sighs> Get it, Josh. So um, I'm just going to say right here, I don't think any of you can compare to how addictive that I am to this game. <laughs> also, <laughs> as for me, technically, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot make, make, can make it in. Ho! Oh, I didn't know Kakarot had it like that. Wait, shit! Didn't we just talk about how it got like DLC recently? Trunks, the warrior. Last episode. Trunk, Trunks, the warrior of hope came out and DLC came out in June. Damn. You know what? You can add it back if you would like. But also, do you think it's gonna win? Or not? Even do you think it's gonna win? Is that the one you would fight for? Yes. Okay, put it on then. If you if you're gonna fight for it, if that's your number one with the bullet, go ahead and add it. God damn it, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine it's fine this is how this is how it works this is how it happens all right so we got al's number one with the bullet we got josh's number one with the bullet what about you Graydon? oh you're gonna hate me oh here we fucking go <laughs> so 18 got dlc no no endless c <laughs> it's not that it's not that it's uh you said live games are okay oh he's you gonna said... type it just, just type it if you're gonna. It, just type it. I want to see it. He said, uh, oh. "I got, I got." I, <laughs> bro, I'm clinched right now. I, uh, no fucking way. I have to. Uh, <laughs> I have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna let Graydon say the name out loud for the listeners. What the fuck did you just type? Ah, uh, that would be the beautiful masterpiece. From Psionics and Epic Games, known as Rocket League. Man, fuck a masterpiece. I'm going to get my mask and grab the piece. Do not play with me. <laughs> to all my ladies and gentlemen and NBs everywhere, <laughs> Rocket <Yeah>. League <laughs> is going to win this category. <laughs> oh, no. are, you are you, if it wins, are you going to tag uh, Jeremy John on Twitter and say, hey, I, I fought to make sure your game won? I will tag anybody who is in charge of uh, establishing the greatness that is Rocket League. Mm, it's a fantastic right. game. I wish the only thing I wish about Rocket League is that I could really stick like like really stick with it, like make it my thing. But it's the problem is that it's it's the MMO syndrome. I can't stick with it. Because I don't have the attention span to be like, well, heading on in tonight. Can't wait to get home from a long day and play more. Like, I say it like I fought for Black Ops 4. Was that last year? Like, I mm. sometimes when I just want to fuck around, it's my go-to. It's not every day. It's not even every week. It's just, it's always there. And I love it. And I think yeah. that it it is the true... Like, and I'm sorry, I can't really fight. I have no horses in any of this race, except for I played Forza, I played Nako, I played Splitgate, I played Forgotten City, but none of them, the the actual addictive ones didn't stick with me that much, and I just don't mm. believe in that argument for Forgotten City. Come on now, goddamn! All right, I, well, I, it I, seems I, like it's going to lose anyway, so who gives a shit? I, I, I can make myself. I'll make things easier and delete Mass Effect as when I was addicted to it when it first came out. 
but as time went on, I lost interest. Yeah, it's it's a it's a lot of game. To Whereas with Kakarot, I I bought it on Steam, or I, I had bought it. I originally had it on Xbox. Played it, wanted to play it again on Steam because I just wanted gaming to master race. Yeah, and then <laughs> um, I I I got too I got too stubborn about not wanting to redo my save file because I had missed certain side quests. Ah, so I went and bought it on my Switch. Wow, <laughs> and honestly, that is the only game I've done. I've done that for it since. I don't remember the last last game I bought on Lickers. three different platforms, which Meanwhile, says a lot about how far I've come. Yeah, well, I, hey, you're making progress. Meanwhile, I just bought Red Faction Guerrilla on Switch again for three dollars. So, who's making poor choices? Me. Um, all right. Well, Mass Effect is gone. Um, now that we have all of our ones with the bullet, I'll go ahead and start the deleting process. I'll say Cruise and Blast. It's a fun game i played all of that within like two or three days i really enjoyed it consumed it i was very addicted to it for a short amount of time but it's not holding the candle to cookie clicker so delete um i'll also say i added Splitgate as well uh, i think i'm just going to delete all three of the ones i added <laughs> as we were talking about this but Splitgate is very fun i think Splitgate's better than halo infinite when it comes to the multiplayer side um definitely one of my most addictive multiplayer games of the year but i Still don't think it's as addictive as Cookie Clicker was. I am gonna wait to delete it though. <laughs> I'm think the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm like Splitgate actually has a shot. But Knockout City, I'll go ahead and take off though. Because I love Knockout City. It's on my game of the year list also, but I think it's only addictive because it's one of the only multiplayer games I play where I can feel my skill actively. Like some games you feel like you're just playing it and you're not really thinking about it. Knockout City is a lean forward experience. You are paying full attention to every single match of that. And that can be very enthralling when it hits right. Sometimes I just want to come home and turn off my brain. But when I don't want to turn off my brain, Knockout City, it's a good one. But it's not Cookie Clicker or Splitgate. So with that, we still have The Forgotten City, Horizon 5, and Splitgate left to delete. Does, does anyone want to... Let's let's start with the Forgotten City. Is it just me who sees an argument for that one? I loved Forgotten City, but I I wouldn't put it in this category myself. Damn, I can see what you mean, but I I don't know the way yeah. I picture it. I wouldn't I wouldn't put it in here. That's fair enough. If the only other person who loved this game isn't going to back me up on this, then I think it's worth it. Just deleting it. <sighs> R.I.P. Sweet Prince. Sweet <laughs> Prince. God, I did Sweat not say that right. Sweat Prince. I have a crazy take. Try me. Um, cause, cause you know me, I would be willing to give up rocket league. I know, I know, I know. Mm. I just said like, Oh, I'm winning, but I just don't think it will win. But I really also think that cookie clicker deserves to be in. There. Oh. oh, simply reason <laughs> simply because you have made such a freaking like legit, I listened to more players clubs in this past year than like, I, like I've been able to keep up with a lot of them and legit every episode for weeks, you would say, <laughs> well, aside from cookie clicker, I've been playing <laughs> like it is your go-to like it is, it is 
apparently one of the most and it's a fl- it's crazy because it's a flash game i'm surprised you didn't put balloons on here balloons, Dude, power balloons, balloons didn't come out <laughs> this year i i looked at balloon six to see when it came out and it wasn't this year i would have put it <laughs> um but like yeah aside from those two like you're those are your things and i think the cookie clicker deserves a spot so if if getting rid of rocket league can assure that cookie clicker will get a spot i'm down I, I'm gonna. If you want to delete Rocket League now just to put your weight behind Cookie Clicker, you can. But we haven't gotten to where that needs to happen yet. I, I just think don't first, think anyone would else anyone else would say Rocket League. Did yeah. anybody else pick up Rocket League in the past year? I played like one match. <laughs> I think I played it when we all did our little game night that one day. Okay. Yeah, it, it's and it's still Rocket I, I was, League. It's still fantastic. <laughs> Rocket League is an objectively great game that I just don't care too much about. Okay, that's all it is. That's just uh, well, my, my take. So the one game that mm-hmm. is is already off the board, but <laughs> I just want to say that I, I'm really ash- ash- feel ashamed because I really wanted to try it was uh, Knockout City because we had a we had a game night set up, and then plans fell through, and then it was never yeah. brought up again. Well, buddy, We're... you're in luck because I am. I've been updating the VGU content pipeline for the past hour and a half. And I will hey. put that right in the game night section for you. Shove that in there because I would like to hop on that too because I own that on literally every platform. <laughs> what about what about movie commentary for for Heather's? Oh, oh my god, <laughs> dude! I, I mean, I would watch it again, but I I watch Heather's at a time where I shouldn't have been watching a movie like Heather's. <laughs> Did you y'all saw my whole tweet rant about that? Right. Yes. Yeah. Oh, good God. I, ugh, All right. We'll talk about that later. Um, in any case, uh, so we have Forza Horizon 5, Cookie Clicker, Splitgate, Dragon Ball Z, Doken Battle, and Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Um, how do we feel about Forza Horizon 5? I feel like that, like if I was, if I didn't play any game on here and I went off of just what I've heard, I think Forza Horizon 5 would be the obvious winner here. But I... I see the addictive hooks of Forza Horizon when I play it. I just don't enjoy the actual moment-to-moment driving gameplay enough to want to get caught by those hooks. Um, so that's me personally. I would be fine with removing it. What say the rest of the gallery? Forza was going to be the game I was going to come in here and champion for this category. Um, but now I'm all in for Dock and Battle. You guys aren't going to aren't going to take this <laughs> one away from me. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Um, shit. Okay. It seems like we'll keep Forza Horizon 5 on for now unless someone, one of the other two want to shoot it down as well. Um, right. I'm going to mm-hmm. shoot it down even though because I honestly haven't got, gotten a chance to play it because I swear to God when I'm not playing MLB I, for, the, for the past two months I've been playing Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. God damn, bro. What? I noticed you didn't okay, put MLB. Uh, uh, Wait, you've been playing the old MLB I'm guessing, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, also, well, I, I have been playing LB Twenty One, but it doesn't deserve a spot on on the list. Uh, yeah, because it's yeah, from what y'all said earlier. Yeah, yeah, and it's not just that Kakarot is all I've been playing. It's that Kakarot has been I've been playing it across PC, Xbox, Switch. Jesus, you've been going all in on the Kakarot stock. Yeah, and I'm hope hopefully there another new DLC gets announced. <laughs> aside, from the, aside from the card game all right well Graydon, since you already dropped on the sword for your game 
Um, we have to delete some of these. I think I'm gonna delete Splitgate because if it's between Cookie Clicker and Splitgate, for as addictive as I think Splitgate is, and as fun as I think it is, I don't think it has. I don't think I'm as passionate for Splitgate in this category as both of y'all are for Kakarot and Doken Battle. So I'm gonna take it off. And now we're left with Forza, Cookie Clicker, and then two Dragon Ball Z games from old years. Um, <laughs> Graydon, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it up to you. Which yeah. of these would you which one which of these would you be most cool with deleting? Oh my god. Uh, this is gonna hurt. Alright. <clears throat> Cookie clicker I want in there. Cookie clicker I honestly want as number one. Me too. Um <laughs> I know Alan loved Kakarot and that game. What like, I, like the way I'm looking at it is like what game really made your year? And I know Kakarot made Al's apparently Doc and battle. It's just so weird. Cause like Doc and battle flew under the fucking rate. Who knew Josh had that in his pocket? Yeah, I, like, bro. <laughs> you've been playing this for, you said a thousand days. Yeah, they give you like a running total every day based Dude, on how many times you've logged years. in. Yeah, it started in 2015, and I think I dropped off a few times those first few years. But since then, I've played at least probably an hour every day for the past several oh. years. And he's oh. a father. <laughs> like, like, like he has to like his days. He doesn't get a lot of time in his days, and he spends an hour playing that. Like. I'm sorry. It's a mobile game, so it helps. We are VGU.TV. We are weird as shit. And I'm sorry. <laughs> Emmett, we're going to have two fucking Dragon Ball games in our addictive <laughs> game section. All right. <laughs> well, while you guys are talking, I went and grabbed my Team Four Star hat, and I'm now wearing, wearing it. So that's where, that's where I'm at. <laughs> fucking hell. Fucking hell. We're having Dragon Ball games in this section like two it's of Pokemon them. It's Pokemon all fucking over again. God damn it. <laughs> no, seriously. After this, Dragon Ball, there will be no more Dragon Ball Z talk from me. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> no, but Emma, would you have really you? like gone for Forza there? Would you have fought I, for it? I, I don't think I would have fought for it too much because once again, the passion behind these two Dragon Ball games are too high and Forza, I feel like, deserves to be in this category. But there's just too much passion for other games. And Cookie Clicker, I feel like, is objectively, like, not just the most addictive game of this year, one of the most addictive games of all time. It's the original idol game. Because here's the thing. I, I talked a lot of shit on Twitter about how, because it's going around that uh, Dying Light 2 is 500 hours if you want to complete everything in the game. Yes. And, it's, and so someone said a topic there like, yo, um, have you ever played a game for more than 500 hours? I was like, hell no. What's wrong with you people? <sighs> but I do have an exception. Because I leave it on, I just leave my computer on and leave it running when I go to work. Steam has clocked me with 590 hours in Cookie Clicker. So like, I feel like objectively, <laughs> it has to be on here. And like right now, I could open up Cookie Clicker. I have recorded podcasts with Cookie Clicker on. Like, y'all don't even know. Like, there's been a good three podcasts I've recorded with me and Al where I'm just, like, clicking in the background hoping they don't hear it on the mic. Like, it's a problem. Like, I actually, no. I think I bound the click to the scroll wheel so you wouldn't hear it on the mic. 
<laughs> like that's how bad it is. So like, and I, I haven't picked it up in a while because at a certain point I was like, what's wrong with me? But I could easily fall back off the wagon and get back to it. Like it's basically duck and battle, but like I recognize how detrimental it is to my well-being and the fact that my computer's on. Could you imagine if my computer was on and the power went out and I lost my cookies? <laughs> <laughs> just your your delivery of that line was just perfect. Oh man, through tears. Um, but yeah, I it, in my opinion, I'm thinking this list. Now that we've deleted Forza Horizon Five, I'm thinking this list should be. Number one, actually, right where it is right now. Number one, Cookie Clicker. Number two, Doken Battle. Number three, Kakarot. Nope. <laughs> You're really going to fight me on Cookie Clicker? Yes. <laughs> okay. Explain the gameplay of Doken Battle. Oh, boy. Where to even start? So, <laughs> Doken Battle is... is masterpiece. <laughs> so, the game kind of kind of starts out looking like a board game of sorts where you have your character and you kind of roll a die type thing um not even that really you basically get movement spaces that will move you to fight other characters or you can uh, power up which gives you more stamina you can collect items gain money all that kind of stuff all across this board um it's kind of like a collectible card game in a way to where you can um make teams of sorts and each team you can have different oh my god um (laughs) it's a lot it's so much um is it like a strategy game it can be considered a strategy game um it can be considered like a matching puzzle type game um there are stats you can upgrade characters you can um God, oh my god, there, <laughs> there is so much going into this game. The biggest problem is getting over a hump, because um, starting out is definitely a little bit harder to do, since you're limited on like how many, how much you can do a day. Um, but like, hmm. I'm over that hump. I no longer have to worry about any of that kind of stuff. Um, over it ten years ago, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like this. Just, it's probably my favorite Dragon Ball game I've ever played. Um, okay. Probably my most played game period in my entire life, just based on <laughs> you know <clears throat> the fact I play an hour pretty much every day. Um, it's Damn. oh my god! Like the amount of time I've replayed levels just to get awakening medals to um, upgrade my characters. Um, the amount of times I've tried replaying levels just to like solve certain challenges so I can get a certain item and. Oh, I I can't. I could go on for like two hours trying to like perfectly explain why I love this game so much. So it seems like there's just a lot of hooks for upgrading your characters, making making yourself stronger and better in a bunch of different ways. And so the moment to moment gameplay is it? Is there like a comparative game to get this in my head? Actually, let me type in YouTube. Dragon Ball Z Doken Battle. Let's go to YouTube. We'll see some gameplay of this thing. So. Kind of how it works is that every time you get in a battle, there are like a whole bunch of just colored bubbles, and each character has a certain. Um, I'm trying to think of what they're called. It's not category. Categories are like you can boost characters if they are under a certain category. So if say you have six characters who are under the fusion category, if they are all in the same 
um, battle stage. They can all boost their attacks, their defenses. Um, they might boost their um, stamina up so they can perform super attacks, all these kind of things. Um, and the bubbles you collect in each of the fights also adds to your stamina, which will lay out bigger attacks. And some of these attacks look like they're sh- taken just straight from the anime in terms of how they come off. Um, like animations? It, yeah, like animations and stuff. Um, huh. They update the game like at least once a month, pretty much, with new characters. They might add in new missions. Um, they're very kind when it comes to like dragon stones which are the things that allow you to summon on banners and stuff it's just like one thing after another that i can't put it down it's (laughs) okay i've never been this engrossed with a game in my entire life all right i'm finally (laughs) not the content i like balls and such i can i can see is it kind not match three but kind of like a puzzle type of system yeah so like if you have a character who is say under the like agility category you want to collect any of the orbs that are blue since it matches that character and basically if the blue orbs are touching other blue orbs or rainbow orbs basically like links up as many as possible and each of those orbs counts towards their um i can't think of what it's called i don't know if it's i keep want to say stamina but um and basically you have a little ball, not a ball, you have like a little radar thing at the very bottom which shows like how many of the little notches there are. And if you get all the way around once, they can do a super attack. Um, the more uh, very rare characters, you can do like a second one, which gives them a second type of super attack, which has a different animation. Christ. <laughs> Alan, I know you're a Dragon Ball guy. I, If you have not played it, try try it out. Is I'm seeing a lot of numbers and a lot of flash animation, which isn't disrespectful. <laughs> I mean that in a good way. Um, okay, I feel like you've made a good argument for this game. Can I make my argument on Cookie Clicker very quickly? Sure. So we're. I, I don't want us to be on this category too long. My thing about Cookie Clicker, it is everyone is aware of what idle games are. Idle games are the games that reward you for not playing them. Cookie Clicker is the original idle game, but not only is it the classic, it has been updated continuously. The reason it's on this list is because it released on Steam for the first time in 2021. And it has come with cloud saves. It has come with a prestige feature. And basically, if you've never played Cookie Clicker, it starts with just a a PNG of a cookie. You click the cookie, you, you earn a cookie. And that's pretty much the entire gameplay loop. And then later, you'll be able to unlock a cursor that you can buy for 10 cookies. Uh, Each cursor will click for you, and it will click once every, I think it'll click once every 10 seconds. And so, you know, you're earning cookies as you, you know, gain cursors. Then you can buy more cursors. Then at a certain point, you're getting a cookie a second. Then two cookies a second. You can keep buying cursors. Then you can upgrade the cursors to output those cookies faster. Then next thing you know, you got hundreds of cookies a second you're getting. Then after the cursors, you start unlocking grandmothers that could just bake a big old batch of cookies for you. And you can buy one grandma, two grandmas. Next thing you know, you got a warehouse full of grandmas just baking cookies for you. Then you can get even crazier. You can buy a cookie farm. You can buy a cookie mine. You can buy cookie banks. You can buy cookie teleporters to go back in time to get cookies that you haven't cookied yet. You can 
you can fucking get antimatter condensers that turn all matter in the universe into cookies. You can go to space to the cookie planet and mine more cookies. And you can just keep you can keep making cookies all these times and all these new technologies gain cookies over time. So that's what that's what makes it an idle game. And that's why I just leave this running sometimes where I'll spend all my cookies because cookies is the currency for everything. I'll spend my cookies on a shit ton of grandmothers or a shit ton of banks and then leave, go to work, come back after eight or on a bad day, 10 uh, hours <laughs> and. I have just gotten millions and millions of cookies and I just spend them on more upgrades that just grain my cookie rate higher and higher and higher. And the crazy part is there becomes a point in the game where you've done all you could do. You've bought hundred, literally 200 grandmothers or more. Their grandmothers eventually become sentient and they become self, they become a hive mind. And once you, cause you can upgrade all these towers, all these different technologies as you upgrade them, when you upgrade the grandmothers, they become a hive mind and you can bargain with them because they will start dropping these red cookies because that's another thing. It's an idle game, but it rewards you for actually sitting in the screen and watching it. It'll flash cookies on the screen. And if you click the cookies, you'll get a big bonus of like, oh, here's a big airdrop of 5000 cookies or, hey, your cookie rate has gone up 200 percent for the next five minutes or once you once the grandmothers develop their hive mind, they'll drop red cookies everywhere. And the red cookies, if you click them, it'll be like, oh, you have negative 200 cookie output for the next two minutes. Or we're going to take away 10,000 cookies just by you clicking this red cookie. And if you make a deal with them to stop dropping those red cookies, they start putting leeches into your cookies that suck off your cookies away while you're gone. And then you come back from work and you see all these fucking leeches on your cookies. You're like, what the fuck is happening? I need to click these leeches away. But the thing they don't tell you, if, you if you're a pro, you get more cookies by killing the leeches <laughs> than you do by letting the red cookies pop up everywhere. So you come back, you pop all the leeches and you're, you got like 10 million cookies out of nowhere. It's fucking great. And then on top of all that, you can prestige, just like Call of Duty. You can start over with a permanent increase in your cookie rate and just earn it all again and do everything again and completely destroy the universe in your pursuit of cookies all over again as many times as you like. This game could ruin your life. Is <laughs> basically what I'm saying. And it's the original. Other games have tried it, but this game has perfected it and it's still the GOAT to this day. Uh, to the point where, before I even remembered that this was on this list, yesterday night, right before I walked in, I downloaded Cookie Clicker on my phone because I remember watching a video essay about Cookie Clicker. Yes, that exists. And I thought about how he said he was playing the mobile version or they said they were playing the mobile version. And I was like, you know what? Let me check that out. And it's good on mobile. So, yeah, Cookie Clicker. So, um, what this was that a fever dream? No, that was real. <laughs> All of it. Wow. And I'm linking, I'm going to find that video essay about Cookie Clicker too. I'm putting it in the show notes today. And the abridged form of that, listeners, is what, what, what drinking, what alcohol did to Hans Wallman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, hey, man. Cookies. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> let's, let's leave it. Let's leave it up to the two here who aren't as crazy as me. Cause First off, let me ask this. Al, do you want to fight really hard to put Kakarot at number one? No, I, I'm I'm glad that I made the I made it I made it where it is right now. All right. Number one, good. Number two, in that case, 
which do you think is more deserving of the number one spot here? We're choosing between Doken Battle and Cookie Clicker. Choose wisely. <laughs> this is also legally binding, so <laughs> will be held against you in court of law. Oh man, I can't believe I lost a website. <laughs> uh, no, um, I, I can't make that. This, this is a, this decision. It's too, it's too much pressure. Okay. All right. Well, let's 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 deflate a little bit of pressure. Graydon, <laughs> same uh, question. Which one do you think between these two? Um, between the two Dragon Balls. Oh no! Uh, Kakarot's number three. We're fighting oh, okay. over number one right now. Cookie Clicker. <laughs> All right. We got one for Cookie Clicker. We got two for Cookie Clicker. Al, are you gonna split the vote? Yeah, I gotta. Got a sport uh, Dragon Ball fan. Oh, we got to get Alan's sister in here. Come on. She's a swing <laughs> goat. Do you, does she, she fuck with the cookies? <laughs> All right. Here's how, we'll how dare you? <laughs> that's, that's terrible. Wait, is that, wait, could, is that a double entendre that I'm not thinking of right now? No, it's just the way, just the way you, uh, the, the way you phrased it. Oh, it's not bad. Hey man. Oh, okay. He did it all for the nookie so he could get that cookie. <laughs> oh, okay. That is, that is fair. I did not think of that. Good point. Is uh, that two weeks in a row we've referenced Limp Biscuit? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> what is our game? Game of the hey, Year hey. sponsored by Fred Durst. Sponsored by Limp Biscuit. Fred Durst. Hey, you know, you know what they call cookies in Britain? Biscuits. All right, Biscuits. everybody. <laughs> here, here. <sighs> We already have two Dragon Ball games on this list. Can I have Cookie Clicker at number one? Because <laughs> here's the thing. Look, I understand. I respect the fact that you've been playing this game for 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 half a decade. I, I respect the fact that Doken Battle has been a part of your life for this long. And I think it's super impressive that that is the case. I think in this case, in the context of most addictive game, I easily could have over 10,000 hours in Cookie Clicker if I kept playing it after it hit Steam. I easily could. I the question is, is that you game. actually playing or is that it being idle? Oh, shit. Because I guarantee you hours actually played, I have this category beat. Emmett, that is a absolute mulligan, I think, is the word. That yeah, uh, <laughs> this hurts though. Uh, I don't like how you just like you know said that. <laughs> fuck, you know what? He's like, I wish you'd leave me the fuck alone. And just nope. <laughs> he, here's what I'll say, and this will be my final verdict because it's gonna solve it right here. When I had this big complaint about me being like, who, I didn't play in five five hundred hours in a game. You're crazy. I haven't done that for any game. I specifically said that I'm not counting Cookie Clicker specifically for that reason because it just sat in the background when I went to work. <laughs> so oh. because of that, I'm going to concede Cookie Clicker can be number two. It's still bullshit, though. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to be honest. I have to be honest. Dragon Ball Z, Doken, fucking battle. It's number <laughs> One, a game I didn't even know fucking existed. Exactly. And not to mention a live service game that didn't even get released this year. 
Hey man, I opened it up. I, I I let it happen. So you really Damn, did. If only, if only I was firmer. But in any case, not as firm as these cook. Actually, you don't want a firm cookie. I prefer a soft cookie. Anyway, soft just <laughs> just to just to add this in here, had this only been games for 2021, I probably would have went for Cookie Clicker too. I did play Cookie Clicker like when it first came out. And so I understand very well how addicting that game can be. Wow. <laughs> he waits until we go through it all. <laughs> uh, you know what? Fair enough. We've been on this this category for a while, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna drop it, leave it where they lie, and read out our winners for the most addictive game category, sponsored by Animal Crossing New Horizons. Number three, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Number two, Cookie Clicker, and number one, Dragon Ball Z Doken Motherfucking Battle. All right. And with that, we move on to the second last category of the night. Uh, let's see where we're at. I think we're doing pretty good. Uh, 142. Okay, we're, we're not. I was hoping we were around 130, but we were on addictive game for a little while. So uh, this next one, I think, is going to be pretty easy. Yeah. Um, so this next category, best online game sponsored by Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. This one is going to be comprised of Fallout 76, Apex Legends, Knockout City, Lemnisgate, uh, Rocket League, Back for Blood, Aliens, Fireteam Elite, Battlefield 2042, and once again, I don't know why no one added it, but I'm going to put it here, Splitgate. And this time, I'm not deleting it as soon as I add it, goddammit. Because <laughs> I believe it this time. Um, all right. Can I'm I just, yeah, I'm add one right off the bat? Unless, was Alan just saying something? or I was just going to say, I have... I have no oh. horse in this race. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, because you're Mr. Single Salvation. Player Gamer. Yeah, <laughs> that is that is fair. That is fair. <laughs> um, before you knock out one instantly, I'm just gonna add one more on here because I did play a lot of it. Um, oh god, if I don't mess my mouse up, and I'm gonna put Call of Duty Vanguard on here. I'm probably gonna delete it eventually, but. I played a lot of that, and I had a lot of fun with it. Still haven't played the single player, but I played a lot of that multiplayer late in December. I have to but call an audible. Oh, okay. Are we, are we still on that road of Call of Duty can't be nominated? Um, that's why I'm saying it's probably going to get deleted. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like I, I, I have to pay respects to the fact that I did play a lot of that game, but I. A, I wouldn't feel comfortable giving it an award for all of the obvious reasons, but also there's so many games on here I would award it to before we get to that. Okay. We can praise look, we can praise the developers, like the developers. Like the people who the people the people who did their hard work on the game, mm -hmm. writing, coding, exactly. making the soundtrack. Yeah, but like mm -hmm. Like as far as like the art and everything, the game's well made mechanically. It feels very similar to War um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2019, which I really loved that game back in the day. So this is just a World War II version of that. It's very fun if you like that type of combat, and I do. But it is still just that type of combat, just a little bit different. They added a couple more features. I've talked about it on a previous episode of the Players Club podcast, but they made some good additions that I like. But it's it's not gonna last. It's not gonna last. But before we delete it, Graydon, what was the game you were gonna jump on immediately? Um, I will get rid of Lemniscate. All right, yeah. Did anyone play Lemniscate? I don't even know what that game is. <laughs> Damn, that hurts. 
It's uh, See, yeah. So I talked oh, a couple years, maybe last year. No, there was no packs last year. Yeah, I, I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was. I talked about a game called Quantum League. Um, and yeah. to me, I feel Lemniscate horribly ripped it off, but I still played Lemniscate nonetheless. Um, it's based <laughs> off of a either one v one or I want to say just two v two map uh, matchmaking where you go in, you play. I want to say it's like it's it can't be thirty seconds, maybe twenty seconds um, of gameplay, and then you die, and then you do it again, but then your ghost plays from the first run for another twenty seconds while you do another ghost run, and then you do it again, and at the end mm. of the round you've got like I want to say up to five different versions of you and your opponents and your teammates trying to capture objectives and kill the ghosts because you're going to know where the characters end up. So you're going to want to like kill the ghosts. So when the next run they die before they're able to capture an objective or kill you, you, your ghost. And it's hectic. It involves a lot of strategy. Um, I kind of like how you can watch over. So like while the opponents are doing their runs, you can kind of watch from like a drone camera and see what paths they take. So you can better plan your next, your next run. Um, Mm. Quantum league had a cool cartoonish style that felt more like an overwatch or a team fortress or something. Whereas Lemnus gate feels, yeah. Lemnus gate feels very, uh, not even halo. It feels really gritty. Like it's very dark and very futuristic. Um, I didn't really love the, the, that's what didn't have me really going back to it a whole lot. I didn't Hmm. love its aesthetic, but I love the gameplay idea. And, uh, I want to say quantum league may be free to play, but I may be wrong. So I would definitely recommend that game over it, but I just kind of wanted to note that, Hey, I played it and it's still kind of cool. And it's on game pass. Respect to that. Um, I'll say Quantum League, at least on Steam, it is not free to play. Oh, okay. But but it is ten dollars, so you know, give it a shot. Um, it was free at some point. I see the historical low for this game was zero dollars on Steam. So shit, I missed that. Um, <laughs> but in any case, yeah, respect to Lemnisgate, but I also didn't play it. I also thought it was a super interesting premise, but I was like, oh yeah, I'll play that eventually, and here we are at the end of the year. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and wipe that one from the ledger. But for this one, we're gonna do the uh the you know, the one with the bullet. So get, I'm gonna go ahead and delete Call of Duty Vanguard here since I already said my piece on it. But uh going through and choosing the one that we think is our number one with a bullet. Uh I'm going to say Knockout City because I've talked about that game all up and down. It's one of the only reviews I wrote this past year. So like Clearly, I love it. So that one's been italicized. Uh, next up, uh, you know what, Josh? We'll start with you. Uh, do you have a number one with the bullet here? Um, I think Fallout 76 is probably the one I've played the most. But of these games, I think I would like Rocket League the most. Ooh. All right. It, now, uh, Graydon, are we about to double up? Uh, it's weird because I went so crazy for Aliens. 
I forgot yeah. that Alien was going to find its way onto this category too. And the reason I loved Aliens mm. was for its online aspect. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, aliens found its way into gun game. You know what? Here, here's what, did we what we'll do. Rid of? We got rid of Outriders. All right. You know what? Here, here's what I'll do. Since we're still within the podcast, we haven't gone to the next episode. We can take Aliens, remove it from gun game, and let you fight for it here in online game. Or do yes. you want to keep it in gun? Okay, we'll do it now. You appreciate it. Now, if we're doing that, Aliens is going to be your hill to die on for online game. Is that correct? Um, I'll I'll take it over Rocket League even. Ooh, okay. All right. He said it, ladies and gentlemen. He said it, ladies and gentlemen. So we're changing <laughs> it right here. Outriders is number three for best good game. God! All right. Yeah, we're doing that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, best online game. Uh, so you're number one with the bullet. I'm going to go ahead and go ahead and italicize aliens. And that leaves Al. What say you? Okay. Um, so in with in my like little uh, note, notepad thing I, I made, mm-hmm. I had aliens, back for blood and apex, even though even though I, I've never played, I still had to play apex. <laughs> <laughs> But I just feel like Apex is the best online game on the market right now. Hmm. Fair. And I will die on this Apex Hill because we if I say anything if I say anything less, it may, I probably would feel bad because we have there's content coming down the pipeline. Oh with, yeah. With uh Apex. And I'm and I'm really glad Fortnite was not on this list. You know what? I almost thought about adding it, but y'all are just gonna shit on me again. <laughs> no, there's. No I downloaded problem. that today. <gasps> oh, for real? You know, there's a double XP weekend that's been going on the last couple days, and it ends at seven a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> I played a little bit. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, let me ask this: Do you think the shitting that y'all shat was worth it? <laughs> that. Game is much different than I thought it was when I first played it. When I like first released, I'm like, "What are all of these like different like what is it like death levels and just like oh hey just jump in the level and just check it out and see what's all in this and like where was all of this when you first dropped? I'd probably like this game a lot more had it been like this originally. Yeah. Well, when they originally put it out, they were like, yo, no one's playing Fortnite. We need to do something. Oh, wait, PUBG's doing this thing. All right, let's copy them and make it free. Oh, fuck, we're billionaires. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, the game, honestly, what Fortnite is now came after they just put it out. They had to kind of stumble into that. So I don't blame you for, you know, not enjoying it at launch because I didn't care about it at launch until here we are three, four years later. Um, but in any case, am I putting Fortnite on this list? It, sound, it sounds like I'm still not, right? I'm not putting Fortnite on here. I'm not adding that. No one's going to fight for that, right? No, I will fight to have it thrown in the garbage. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Well, clearly you're missing out, but that's a conversation for a different podcast. Rumor, rumor has it, if you say Fortnite three times in the, in the middle of the night, the Tar Tycoon will come out, out, out of a mirror <laughs> 
and pull you into the world of Fortnite. <laughs> I oh, thought no. you were going to say something suggestive about Tim Sweeney. <laughs> no. No. Mommy, Donald, like... Donald Mustard isn't real, right? Tell me he's not real. <laughs> we have Donald Mustard at home. <laughs> what? On your hot dog. No. Uh, <laughs> bad joke. Um, you, all right. You so... got Donald Mustard on your shirt. Let me wipe it off. God damn. I hate God us. Damn it. Yeah, we're we're awful. Um, so anyway, so Al, it seems like your number one with the bullet for this category, at least, is Apex Legends. Is that fair? Is my number one, but to be fair, where as where compared to you guys, I am literally looking. I'm inside. I'm looking out of a window, pointing at Apex, and my mm-hmm. other hand is has a thumbs up. <laughs> you're just like go on, but you're not like fighting for it super passionately. You just want to see it go. Yeah. All right, fair enough. So with that being said, back for blood we're deleting, right? Yeah. All right, wiping that from the ledger. Bingo. Um, I feel bad for back for blood. It's getting deleted left and right, but it is. Yeah, nobody likes that game. What the hell? Yeah, I mean, I don't think the game's bad. It's just not conducive to me liking it. I don't know. It, it's fine. It's it's aggressively fine. Like I think they made a fine game. It's, it's aggressively fine. <laughs> the things he's saying about this game are fantastic. Put these on box oh, quotes. <laughs> oh my god, they. Oh man, I'd probably get fired. In any oh. case, oh wait, did my mic just cut out? Yep. A little bit. Oh, god damn it! It's because I tapped it. Uh, I got to get a different USB cable because this one's very loose. Um, in any case, that's a problem for later. Another one I'm thinking about deleting. Let's go ahead and wipe off Battlefield 2042. Yep. All right. Yeah. No one's fighting for that one. We've gone through that multiple times. I will uh, fight for that one. Um, biggest disappointment. Oh, boy. All right. Looking forward to it. Uh, the next one here, Fallout 76. Ready to delete that one, too? Yeah, I can go. Yeah. All due respect, they've made strides in the last couple months, but mm, not today. The only one we have here that isn't italicized is Splitgate. Um, I said earlier, best gun game. I really wanted to fight for Splitgate here. But if I have to choose between Knockout City and Splitgate, I have to choose Knockout City. Is anyone going to bat me up? Because honestly, we have five things here. I would take Splitgate over Rocket League and Aliens. Is anyone willing to say that also? (laughs) You would do what now? I would take Splitgate over Rocket League and Aliens, as in, I, as in I would delete those two to make room for Splitgate, if it was just me. I'm asking if anyone else agrees with that thought process. No. Damn. All right. Yeah, the silence is loud. All right, deleting Splitgate. So now, um, does anyone feel like Rocket... Rocket, wow. Rocket League, remember that? Um, does anyone feel like Knockout City does not deserve to be on here? All right, I'm taking that as a no, so that one should stay. Does anyone feel like Apex Legends doesn't deserve to be on here versus these other ones? Actually, really, the battle I see here is between Rocket League and Aliens Fireteam Elite. Now, Josh, you said Rocket League would be yours, right? Yeah. Which one would you delete to make room for it? Probably Aliens. All right, and Graydon? You said Aliens is your number one. Which one would you delete to make room for it? What would I get rid of? Aliens, Rocket League, Knockout City. Hmm. 
The weird thing is I want not, I didn't honestly didn't love knockout city, but I wanted to get its due because kind of like cookie clicker. I know that you loved it so much and I know it was a big deal. Um, apex just doesn't do it for me really. And I know that like, I know that it's still huge. I know that it's still good. Like every single day, my girlfriend's brother is playing it. Like it's, it's great. Huh. But I personally, I don't have much personal stake in Apex. Hmm. Kind of whatever to me. Damn. All right. Well, so here's what I'm going to say, because I'm, I'm clearly the Apex fan. Uh, Josh, how much do you care about Apex at all? No, not really. Mm. I tried it once. It's just not my thing. All right. Well, two people are indifferent. I love it, but Al wants to love it. (laughs) So I feel like that's grounds enough, considering how passionate we are about the other three. And you know what? I'm I'm actually fine with it because Apex Legends already got a nomination for best live game. So I guess we can delete Apex. Anybody mad at that? All right, I'm taking that silence. It's going to be real awkward, I'm just realizing now, where people are going to hear this, and I cut out a lot of the silence. So it's me just, like, listening, hey, what do y'all want? And then it's, like, 0.2 seconds of silence. And then I'm like, (laughs) okay, we're doing it. All right, so I've deleted Apex. Um, Now we have our top three. Now we just got to rank them. I'm feeling... I want Knockout City number one. I think it deserves that like rocket league i respect but like god damn it knockout city was a phenomenon and so was rocket league but like knockout city i would play any day of the week over any of these other games is anyone does anyone think something else deserves number one besides knockout city speak up i mean that's how i feel about rocket league okay we're back at fucking addictive game (laughs) Uh, anybody else i'm not gonna fight too hard about it i think knockout city is really cool i just Again, it's not my kind of game. Um, if I had my pick, it would be Rocket League, Knockout City, Aliens. But mm. I'm, I'm not going to fight hard period, um, mm. in any generation, really. But at the same time, like I feel we've, I feel Rocket League has gotten plenty of praise over the past several years that <laughs> I'm not going to fight too hard for it to absolutely be number one here, too. So. Hmm. Okay, that's fair. Let let me just say this first. We'll work backwards. Is it fair to say that Aliens is number three, everyone? Graydon, I know you're Mr. Aliens. Are you fine with Aliens at three? Or do you think it should be above Rocket League or Knockout City? Personally, I hold it above Knockout City. Wow! But in terms of... I don't know... I'd probably my personal would probably be Rocket Aliens Knockout, but I feel like <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I ain't, I I will keep y'all up till three a.m. if you're trying to put Knockout City number three. <laughs> I'll let Knockout have its due. I will. Aliens is in th- is in the top three. I'll take it. Honestly, you're lucky. Aliens got this fucking far. <laughs> wow, I'm just fighting words. <laughs> like it. Mm. I, I don't want to talk too much shit on aliens because I really haven't played it enough to be able to talk that shit. But like, god damn it, man. It's Knockout City, it's Space Diners. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, we're we're keeping it. So does anyone object to Knockout City number one, Rocket League number two, 
Aliens 3. I'm fine with that. I'll take it. All right. Al, got a problem with that? Well. I mean, stop me while I'm typing it if you do. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I don't have a problem with that. All right. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Perfect. In that case, we've solved this category. Best online game. Your winners are as follows. Number three, Aliens Fireteam Elite. Number two, Rocket League. And number one, Knockout City. As it should be. Um, All right. And so from there, we'll go on to our last category of the night, which I will point out. Let me check, actually, before I make this bold proclamation. um, Where's the Craig Discord thing? All right. We're two hours in. So we are no, unless this takes a whole hour, which it better not, um, we will get out of here before three, before we hit three hours, which is what my whole goal was. So let's go ahead and steamroll through this, shall we? Uh, This last category is. Most anticipated 2022 game. And let's go through them all right now. Uh, The first nominee is Dying Light 2, Stay Human. Then we have Sea of Stars, followed by Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, Gotham Knights, Saints Row, TMNT, Shredder's Revenge, Dragon Ball, The Breakers, WWE 2K22, which I think you said earlier that's a joke one, so we'll delete that. Later yeah, on, we, we uh we swerve them. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I want uh, that game to be good, but I'm not anticipating it to be good. Fair I enough, will not pay enough. for that game at all. Damn. All right. Well, putting the foot down. Um. Well, I've deleted WWE, and after that, we have Somerville, then Haunted Chocolatier, Starfield, Forspoken, Ali Ali World, Evil Dead: The Game, Bayonetta Three. Pokemon Legends Arceus, Horizon Forbidden West, and She Dreams Elsewhere. Oh, this there's a lot of number ones on this list for me. Um, does anyone have a number one with the bullet in their head already? Do we want to do more than the th- top three in this? Because there's so many. Do we want to do like a top five? I, I was thinking that. I was thinking that because this, this, this is a lot. It's a lot. Hmm. I don't know. Here's what we'll do. We'll aim for a top three, but if we reach a stalemate, we'll leave it at five. How about that? Okay. That's what we'll do. So I'm going to pick a number one out of this? I got, because I'll tell you right now, my my number ones, just for the sake of abbreviating this, shit, that's, I. oh man, I'm excited for that too. Because of course Saints (laughs) Row, I'm I'm super excited for Saints Row. Super excited for Horizon. And Bayonetta 3 recently became one of my favorite things in the world. Bayonetta recently became. So 3 I'm excited for as well. But She Dreams Elsewhere, I am so fucking hyped for. That game looks really cool. Yeah, I... Oh, dude. And it's going to be on Game Pass at launch, too. Like, that's going to be a hit for me. The, The problem is... Horizon's so close that I'm just like... I don't even want to think about it anymore, you know? Like, it's already on the tip of my tongue. I paid off half of the collector's edition. Like, I'm getting that shit. Um, And then in the case of Bayonetta 3, I did just play two Bayonetta games. When it comes out, I'm going to ingest it, and I'm going to enjoy it, and it's going to be great. But, like, I'm not sitting there starving for it like I know so many other people are. And Saints Row, even if Saints Row does everything it sets to do perfectly, that isn't going to change my life. Like, no. I know it. Wait, I feel the same way. Do we want to just get rid of it? 
Ooh. Like, it was a thought of mine, but I feel the same way. Like at the end of the day, it's, oh, why do I feel like this? Cause I love saints row, but it's like at the end of the day, it's just more saints row. Like I'm yeah. thinking of like what game is going to going to fucking fucking blow my mind. Like and I'll say I it like this. Saints I can see. I could see myself crying at Horizon. I could see myself crying during She She Dreams Elsewhere. I could even see myself crying at Bayonetta 3. Saints Row, I'm sure I will enjoy that thoroughly. I don't think my I don't think that I will be able to mark this is Emmett before Saints Row and this is Emmett after Saints Row, you know? <laughs> so like I man, that it really sucks because like I'm planning on playing the whole series this year leading up to it. I'm super hyped for it, but I know the heights of that game can only go so high. Is there yeah. is anyone else gonna stop me from deleting it? Nope. Yeah, I think that one fits. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, it's that just the fucking, fact that that's our yeah. first one to go. Like, I which, mean, we sure as hell Walking Dead this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. God damn. Yeah, I think we we took it off, man. We took it off because we got to cut the list down, and that was bound to leave eventually. So might as well cut it out while we stumble into it. Um. Uh, one thing I'll, I'll point to, who's suit? Okay, who put TMNT Shredder's Revenge? I put Josh. that on there. <laughs> okay, Josh. <laughs> Is that like really like? Are you super duper excited for that? Yeah, I'm sure it'll be great. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like argue. That it needs to. I have more things I'm excited for on this list. But as someone who grew up playing like the original TMNT, the arcade game in arcades, like a TMNT beat 'em up that looks very in line with that feel. I am super excited for, and I was bummed it bumped out of 2021. Um, but like I said, I've, there's other games on here I would fight for harder than that. Okay, I, I respect Honest, that. I would say leave it, to be honest, because I mm -hmm. don't think... I'm not going to fight super hard for it, but I, I think that that game looks really good. See, I think it looks good, too. I think it looks good for what it is. My thing is, I was going to use a similar argument for Saints Row, where I'm like, all right... Yes, so you're excited for this. Yes, you're probably going to enjoy it a lot. Is it going to change your life? <laughs> like, look at this whole list. Like, let's let's start at the top. Dying like two, stay human. Y'all think this is going to change any of your lives? No. Unless I hey. plan on playing 500 hours of it. <laughs> <laughs> does that turn you off immediately? Yes. Yeah, it kind of does for me too a bit. And I, I, mean, I was excited that for it. I don't know if um it's if you get, if you guys have heard that it, like the clarification that's been put out. Yes. That yeah, it, you go it's, ahead and it's, say. it's it's like between seventy and eighty if you're if you want to do um like if you don't want to do everything if you want to still like it's not it's not like Fallout Four levels of saying them saying it will be four hundred hours of gameplay to do do everything. Yeah. They they definitely clarified five hundred. It takes five hundred hours to one hundred percent the game. It's only seventy to eighty to just golden path main story, which honestly even that's it's, a lot. Yeah, 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 that's even that's too long. Yeah, <laughs> and so, just yeah. just to um just to, just to say everything about that whole thing. Mm -hmm. I think Josh will be the only one here who knows what I'm talking about. Uh, there's a there's a meme for like a meme format. Of Vince Man, owner. I think of, I saw the one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, where it's <laughs> him just like him losing his mind and then falling down, like falling backwards out of a chair, 
in the wall in a in the wrestling ring. Oh, <laughs> and I think it's him getting even more excited. As and for this one, it was like games like length is five hundred hours, and it's just him. It's like okay, game is fifty hours. Okay, game is uh fifteen to ten hours. What? And then game is five. <laughs> Game is five hours or five to ten hours, and it's him just like almost falling out of the chair, excited <laughs> I, that just basically just saying, mean. just saying that there. I mean, with the current things going on in the in the real world, yeah, there we don't have time for like like if it was something like the upcoming Star Trek game or the or Wolf Among Us too. That was stacked with content. You That's fine. Five hundred hour Wolf Among Us sequel. I guarantee that. I know, but I just, no need, I just needed examples, or something I could pull. Like I could just pull quickly. I get you though. Like having immersing yourself in a disaster, nightmare fuel world that is Dying Light Two, while living in the current world we live in. Yeah, that doesn't seem fair. Unless you really, really like Rosario Dawson that much. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Even then, that's like, what, maybe 80 of those 500 hours? God yeah, bless. It's basically just... It's it's as if people who... No, I'm not, I'm not gonna... I was gonna make a war reference that would got me canceled. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll keep that on the back burner. Um, but for now, I think it's safe to say Dying Light 2 will go ahead and delete here. Um, because I'm not going to lie, hearing that it's 70 hours, like that deflated me on playing that game anytime soon. So going to wipe that one from the ledger. Um, let's see another one here. How excited are we all collectively for Pokemon Legends? Okay. Oh, here we go. Let's go. <laughs> okay. So Game Freak has basically just been doing Pokemon games for over 25 years. Yep. yep. If, you, if you count. Japan, all that, the, the card games, all that. Um, the only they they've mainly they've they've been they've stayed comfortable doing what they do best, and there have been only two Pokemon games or a few maybe between a, a small handful of games that have been divergent from the Pokemon formula. Those games being Pokemon Snap. Which was mainly Hal Hal Laboratories. Mm-hmm. Hey, you Pikachu, which was a gimmick game, as if as if you didn't need to know what one was, like a gimmick gimmick game for the N sixty four microphone. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, and then the uh, Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness, mm-hmm. which okay, we may have something on the YouTube channel for that soon. Wink nudge, wink nudge, and um, Gale of Darkness. What was well over well over a decade and a half ago hmm. so this feels like the first like return so to speak well it's that... it's them it's to me it feels like game freak is ready to they're ready to try try again to try something try something completely new while obeying the the commandments they like that that there's that they're chained to I like the use of commandments there. <laughs> yeah. And they're they're doing things that like they're keeping things 
and adding different th- and and getting rid of things like trainer battles, um, mm-hmm. gym battles. There's more. There's more of a. I mean, it's getting compared to Breath of the Wild in terms of art style and what everyone pre- just preconceived notions. True. And it's mm-hmm. from what I'm understand from what I'm from 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 what I see, it's pr- probably going to be more along the lines of Monster Hunter, but with, but, okay. po- but yes. Pokemon. But I don't know if any of you guys have been keeping and like keeping like keeping up with it as much as I have. For me, probably not. <laughs> so there, instead of uh, the HM badges or gym leaders. There are, oh, damn it, I'm forgetting the name. Uh, there are basically there. I want to say guardians, but that's that's a, that's a baseball team. <laughs> there are there are uh, uh, wardens. Okay. And they're basically like super powerful. Like they're basically just they're just boss battle Pokemon. Hmm. And. Oh yeah, these are the ones where you allow like dodge their attacks and stuff, right? Yeah, and they're also like things like when you defeat when you catch or defeat one, and this is all based off something that I, I was watching on the something that was uploaded to um the Japanese Nintendo channel on YouTube. Uh-huh. When and it was actually pointed out by a YouTuber I follow who is who does Pokemon tips and tricks and stuff. Okay. Is it one of the ones we talked about on a previous episode? Yeah, Austin John plays. Yep, yep. I'm familiar with him. Hmm. There's a moment where or there's a moment where there's an outline where you can see at least eight or ten spots, like marks where gym badges would normally be. Oh. And he theorized or hypothesized that with if you defeat or capture the warden's Pokemon or reach a certain amount of your Pokédex each time, yeah, like progress a certain amount each time, you'll get those. You'll basically be allowed to tra- like go progress more in the story. Hmm. So it seems like the the hook for this one is like the. Not just the 3D Pokemon and stuff, but it seems like they're changing up the structure of of the game a little bit outside of it just being, okay, now it's 3D, now it's, you know, you're dodging attacks and it's monster honey. Yeah, like you're 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 crafting your own Pokeballs. It they're going really um I don't know if I was gonna say medieval, but it a more <laughs> apt more apt um description would be feudal. Ah. In terms of like how everything is around you, makes sense as the like, game is made in Japan. What, like that's a feudal Japan joke, everyone. Thank you. Hold your applause. <laughs> <laughs> but I honestly, I'm in like the game. The game is out in about like a week and a half or something. It's, it's this month, right? The game is out in about eighteen days. Uh, yeah. So. <sighs> Honestly, pro- but yeah, go ahead. Well, I I I want to I will fight for, for to keep this game on this list if I have to. Mm. That's if the, if if a if a 
strong enough argument can be made for its removal, I will give up the fight. All right. All right. In that case, we'll leave it there now. I'm going to go to some other soft ones that I think we can remove pretty easily, like Evil Dead the Game. Who put that there? Uh, I did. Are you are you just a big Evil Dead fan, or do you think this game's going to be like the greatest thing since sliced bread? Um, I'm a pretty big Evil Dead fan, but I also think that this game is going to be pretty awesome. However, in terms of what I see, uh, I have another top three, so you could get rid of that. Okay, yeah. My thing about the Evil Dead game is for as good as it might look, I can't see it being... I think it's going to be a slightly better Friday the 13th video game. Which is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing at all, but in the grand scheme of this whole list, nah. Um, speaking Especially of another... when yeah. there's Dragon Ball the Breakers on here. All right, what is the Breakers? I have not heard of this game. It is Friday the 13th with Dragon Ball characters. <laughs> oh, I've heard of this. Uh, <laughs> isn't it where like you just play as a citizen and like Goku or something is fucking up the town, but you got to just like run away? Yeah. It's our, yeah, it's, so there's like one major bad guy who's like blowing up the town trying to find like the remaining civilians and the other characters play as the civilians and will try and hide. They might have a chance to fight back, but they have they have mi- minuscule power levels. Yes. Wow. That's that's a I mean, interesting concept. The thought of being in a war and in, in, in like a horror, like a dystopian West city. Or it even, sounds like multiplayer uh, disaster report. <laughs> well, the, I actually got more of a Dead by Daylight vibe. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, for the structure of it, but I what what if you took the map from Disaster Report and just made it made that map in Dead by Daylight? That seems like it would be the perfect combination. Um, all right, so I won't touch the breakers. I won't touch the breakers. I mean, if no one else is going to fight for it, I'm okay with taking it off. I think it looks cool but i'm not i don't have high hopes for it to be like really good yeah honestly that seems like the type of game where i want to see a demo or something of it before getting hype for it because the concept is great but it's a completely different type of thing i just cut out again didn't it yep god damn it um it's a completely different type of game for that team over there at namco bandai so um yeah i'm gonna take it off now Oh, God, we got so many more to delete. Um, we're getting close, y'all. How about Ali Ali World? Who put nope, that one? in the top three. Oh, wow. Fuck. All right. Um, Haunted Chocolatier? Um, we can take that off. It's from the dude who made Stardew Valley, which is one of my favorite games of all time. But I don't really know enough about this game because I think they've only had one trailer. So no, I am... I'm anticipated to see more of that game before <laughs> I know for sure if it's what I want. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a pretty cool game, but like we know so little about it. I don't feel comfortable like having it up here. So speaking of things that are that I don't feel comfortable having up here because we don't know that much about it. Mm-hmm. Let's have the conversation. Starfield. No, that's that's a top three for people because no. like I'm excited for I'm, I'm excited for Starfield. Don't get me wrong. Like I love the Bethesda games or at least most of them. I play a lot of them. I'm sure I'm going to love Starfield. And you know what? I I just talked myself down of this because I'm thinking about it now. The Xbox press conference is going to be coming during the E3 season sometime. We will get some type of massive demo, massive breakdown during that conference. 
And because they gave it a date 18 months ahead of time, I do think they're going to hit that date. So I'm confident it's coming out. I'm confident it will be good. And I think that's enough for it to be on this list. So whoever I scared half to death by pointing my eye towards it, you're okay. <laughs> um, oh, uh, can I just yeah, clarify something? Yeah, please, please. I was going to put LB 2020, uh, LB the show 22 on here, but considering the season is in the, they're, they're currently in a lockout. Oh, it might not even happen. Well, yeah. it, it'll happen. Like this, this happened when the, when in like Oh four, when the hockey season was in a lockout, uh, but they, uh, San Diego studios still hasn't that they're still focused on LB 21. So, mm-hmm. okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, I'm going to go ahead and I'm doing the the bulleted ones. Um, what are... Oh, okay, I see what you're doing. All right, that's <laughs> My good. OCD is driving me bonkers. That's fine. <laughs> that's something where I said, oh, I'll fix it later. And then because I worked 50 hours last week, I didn't have a later for the old the older categories. So thank you for doing that. Um, so yeah, as as we have here. So, Graydon, you said earlier, Ollie Ollie World is... Is that your top three or your top one? Um, it's probably my third, so okay. it'll end up getting rid of. So what's your top one so we can italicize? Because uh, I've italicized no. Horizon Forbidden West because I've just come to the conclusion that for as much as I am excited for Bayonetta and excited for She Dreams Elsewhere, Horizon is my baby. You can get rid of Ollie Ollie World. It's just not going to win. But I'm very excited for it. Dang, man. I mean, I wasn't going to fight for it at all, but yeah. No. <laughs> very, right, very excited you. for it. Um, Do you it's have hard because my number one is probably a tie, but I think I'm really going to put it all behind Somerville. Wow. I respect that because I'm excited for that too. Yeah. Um, all right, let's 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 switch it over to Josh. Which one do you think is your, your highlight, your number one? Mine would be Sea of Stars. Wow, I don't know what that game is. What is that? It looks like uh what give me a game that it's similar to. Um in terms of looks, it's given me like Chrono Trigger vibes. Okay. I was thinking <laughs> of uh God, I got a We got a crone we got a crow like <laughs> a crone like. Have you seen the uh gif going around recently about the fast travel in that game? Oh, this is um the Final Fantasy. Um, this is from the team that made The Messenger. Apparently, oh. this is like a prequel to The Messenger. Oh. Which I never played. But just check out this. Uh, I just shared it in the podcast chat. Uh, this oh, is a gif of the fast travel. That's some fucking art. Oh, my Holy God. Hell. It looks beautiful. Goodness, that's overpowering in a good way. But like it's a turn-based RPG, which is like, mm, that's that's my thing right there. That is your um, thing. And yeah, I mean, it's it gives me heavy Chrono Trigger vibes or Chrono Trigger, yeah, Chrono Trigger, not Cross. Um, Chrono Trigger vibes, which I would argue is probably one of the better games of all time. Um, but I mean, it, everything I've seen from this looks like it's right up my alley. So this would be my number one. There's dynamic lighting in this game. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> All right, this okay. So you you would say that's your number one, so we won't mess with it. Just yet. a brief question for Josh. Speaking of liking uh, turn-based RPGs, did you like Iconfell? Um, 
once I took off the combat, I did like it more. Um, it just never hooked me story-wise to keep going. Like you can turn off the combat? Yeah, basically. Oh, wow. Like you that. could get into a combat, but then you would just automatically, you could just automatically win without like doing anything. But the story wasn't good enough to keep you otherwise. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't wow. that engaged. Huh. Damn. Okay. It'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> um, but in any case, fun fact, the the studio page for Sea of Stars, the if you scroll down, you'll see like all of the social links for this developer. They linked their mixer page. <laughs> oh no. So, that's fun. It doesn't even go to anything. <laughs> oh, it's like going to the Venn website. Yeah. Oh, too soon. Well, Vane just sends you to a 404. Clicking this at least <laughs> redirects to their Facebook now. <laughs> so, you know, that's that's something. But yeah, all right. See you I mean, I that's have, your number one. I mm-hmm. have a suggestion in the concept of time. Yes, I was just about to suggest that. We're if about to we, start cutting a lot. If we all took our top one, which means Alan needs to pick one as well. Then oh, we no, could... I, I did. Oh, what, it's what was Pokemon, yours? right? Yeah. Oh, okay, it didn't yeah. get italicized. I got it. I got um, it. Just forgot to do it. Then what if we looked at the rest and just tried to kind of pick one out of there that we think is like a consensus, a consensus, and then we can have a top five. I like that idea. We're going to do exactly that right now. So just for, just for those listening at home, uh, the 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 picks we have right here: Somerville, Sea of Stars. Pokemon Legends, uh, Arceus, and Horizon Forbidden West. Those are all the italicized ones we have right now. What we're going to do now is try to come come to a consensus on the rest of these. So what we have left here is Suicide Squad, Killed the Justice League, Gotham Knights, TMNT, Shredder's Revenge, Starfield, Forspoken, Bayonetta 3, and She Dreams Elsewhere. Um... I, my the other two that I would probably put up there is she dreams elsewhere in Bayonetta three. Does anyone share a two that they would like to push forward? Like, does anyone agree with me on she dreams or Bayonetta? I could get behind she dreams. Okay, she dreams. We got one four. No one else. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. In that case, we'll delete Bayonetta three, but she dreams stays because we have at least one yay for it. All right. Um, I guess from there, uh, actually, Graydon, we'll go to you. Um, what are your two that you would keep out here? So my number one tied is Forspoken. Okay. Um, I'm very, very excited, and that game is a PS5 system seller for me. Hmm. Um, other than that, I'm very excited for Suicide Squad over Gotham Knights. Um, like, like just, in th- I mean, I know that's over the rest of these too, but like <laughs> if I had to pick a Batman game that I'm excited about suicide squad, definitely. So yeah. Hmm. Okay. I'm thinking we could maybe get rid of Starfield unless somebody is really dedicated to it. Anybody want to stand up for Starfield right now? I won't. Yep. <laughs> How about you, Al? <laughs> no. Um, as much as I, I'll ha- I'm hovering over the backspace. Tell me, <laughs> no, you can delete it. I'm just, yeah. It feels weird. Uh, uh, I think it was a mistake. I put that. I put Starfield in here because 
despite having that window of we know it's coming out, like the, the, the knowledge that it will be out this year, we still don't know a lot or b- barely anything. I have a feeling that it's going to be just Fallout, Fallout 4 all over again where they just reveal everything at the conference. Yeah, that's what I'm expecting too. And I have full faith that they're going to hit that date and they're going to show everything and it's going to work out perfect, but we just don't know right now. So yeah. So yeah, Starfield has been wiped from the slate there. Um, as far as the two things you said, Graydon, I can get, I want to say I can get Prime Forspoken. I want to get behind it because I like that character and I like a lot of characters I see in that game. I don't know what the fuck the gameplay is. Like I look at it, she's running around open areas, which seems really fun. What is the combat? It, all I see her is just shooting things in the field with some magic hands. Yeah. It, it doesn't seem like there's much to it yet. Or maybe they're just not showing a lot of it. Um, So that's what makes me hesitant there. And then also Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. I feel like it's Gotham Knights I'm less interested in for the story. But I think that gameplay is going to be really fun. I am still not sure if I'm going to enjoy the gameplay of Suicide Squad. But the characters and the story look like they might be really neat. So that's kind of where I'm tied up there to where I don't know if I can stand with you on either of them. Because I have too many caveats. Um. I, either of y'all want to stand behind Forspoken or Suicide Squad? I would take Forspoken before Suicide Squad, I think. All right. That's one. Um, Al, do you think you want to stand behind Forspoken? Um, I still, I think we still got to get your two games out of here, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, my two games are Forspoken and Gotham Knights because... I don't trust Rocksteady after after Arkham Knight with and Arkham Knight was that bad? It left a bad taste. Damn, I think it only left a bad taste because you know it was the last of that trilogy. It was the last thing you tasted, rather than it actually being that bad of a taste. Well, no, like, it was it was actually more of the just the pointless tank battles with the Batmobile. Yeah, I got tired of that too. <laughs> like you got to shoot like fifty tanks to get out of the police station near the end. That was just crazy. Like, um, mm-hmm. um, someone who a uh, former like Adnan Riaz, who is a, who is a VGU alum, described this point. So, um, summarize that game at best when he mm-hmm. made a joke uh, quote about Deathstroke and ba- Batman saying. Find me a bad man, but first you gotta get in your tank first. <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely the problem with that game. So I'll give you I'll give you this. I, I think Suicide Squad, if the gameplay is good, because it looks like the gameplay itself is fun. I'm still just not sure about because I've heard it's supposed to be co-op and it's like a live service type thing. That might fuck me up. I might not like that part of it. But that's going to be better than whatever story I'm not super interested in with Gotham Knights. So I'll get behind you on Suicide Squad and Forspoken, but because Al said he's with Forspoken, and Josh, you also said you're down with Forspoken as well? Yeah. It seems like all of us are down with Forspoken. Um, I feel like that's our, you know, last one, number five. Uh, Does anyone feel like they're they really think TMNT should be on there instead or something like that. <laughs> All right. I think that settles it. I think Forspoken is our last game in our most anticipated 2022 games list. Um, nice. So with that, I will go ahead and move it up to the leisure. Um, I keep saying leisure like 
I'm old timey. Um, in I, any case, I don't think it's fair to rank them. <laughs> Ooh, you want to just leave it as is? <laughs> we can. Maybe we can like, maybe we can like make a note of it and just be like, for spoken, our collective game, and then put our names next to them. I mean, we've already broken the mold with having five in this category. So I say we just let it be what it is because it, it isn't fair to rank them because these games don't exist yet. <laughs> so I, I do think it's already weird to do that. So uh, also, uh, Emmett, mm -hmm. yes, I use the words in, in a post that will eventually go up on the site. I, I refer to something as uh, in the days of yore. Oh, <laughs> so, I, so I, I went further back. All right. At, so no, at least no someone's to, going to the ages. All right, thank thank you for making me feel less bad about my odd word choices. But uh, yeah, I think we'll just keep we'll just keep it where it is. Um, because hey, if we stop it now, then I could still make my promise of not having this podcast be three hours long. So, um, <laughs> let's go ahead and do that. So I'm gonna delete these other excess games. We're all super excited for them. She used elsewhere. Holy shit! When that comes out, my life will change. But it ain't out yet. So with that, we finally found our most anticipated games of 2022. And those winners are Sea of Stars, Somerville, Pokemon Legends Arceus, Hort or wow, I was going to say Hortson, uh, Horizon, <laughs> Forbidden West, and Forspoken. And with that, that is all of the categories for today. Uh, just to go through everything that we've gone through today, just all the winners. We said uh, Best Action Adventure Game. Uh, sponsored by Ghost of Tsushima. Our number three is It Takes Two. Our number two is Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. And our number one is Guardians of the Galaxy. Best gun game, starting with number three, Outriders. Number two, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. And number one, Halo Infinite. Our most anticipated games, which I just said, are Sea of Stars, Somerville, Pokemon Legends Arceus, Horizon Forbidden West, and Forspoken. Most addictive game, number three, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Number two, Cookie Clicker. And God forbid, number one, Dragon Ball Z Doken Battle. And the last category, best online game, sponsored by Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. Um, that one is going to be number three, Aliens Fireteam Elite. Number two, Rocket League. And number one, Knockout City. We made it, y'all. I, I promise I wouldn't keep us here too long. And I'm not going to lie to you. Your boy's getting a little heavy eyed, but we're about to <laughs> slide on out of here. Oh, and yeah, that gameplay that you just shared for First Spoken, I saw that gameplay. It's literally just her shooting like fantasy zombies in the middle of a field. Yeah, I'm checking it out right now. I just show them perfect gameplay what this is. I love but it. But like, that doesn't look super engaging. Oh, I love it. I'm in love right, well, with this game. We'll see. <laughs> I, I love the vibe. I love the tone. I love the characters. Don't know if I'm going to enjoy playing it beyond jumping over buildings. Because that part looks super fun. You but, love Saints Row 4. This looks Saints Row 4 as shit. It does. But like in Saints Row 4, when you're actually shooting stuff, it's very involved. This one doesn't look involved. It looks mm. very like, oh, I'm going to put my little space bubble here. Conjure him in the... Hey, that's besides <laughs> the point. We got to get the fuck up out of here because your boy is tired. And as I'm you bored. said that, she made a space bubble. See? <laughs> I, I knew it. I, 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 I watched that video. Um, but we're going to dip out of here, y'all. Um, now, this time, I remember last episode, we were trying to get up out of here so quick. I didn't have any uh, any housekeeping to share. This time, I actually have some housekeeping to share. Um, we're going to start from the bottom up. Let's start with some content on our side, on our site. 
um, we have on our YouTube channel, just passing through Planet Coaster, which is a video by Graydon, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. That's uh, actually, I keep saying it's one of my favorite videos that I've ever made. I'm actually very happy with with how it went. So please go watch that. I'll say this. If you if you keep being if you keep thinking that every video you make is the best one you ever made, that only means you're improving. Hell yeah. So bingo bingo. That's the Kanye effect. <laughs> Brandon, did you did you make the sequel to Son of Beast? Uh yes. <laughs> the 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 roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I um one of my greatest achievements from that video is it told me, hey, the people don't like waiting in line for the carousel. So I put two carousels in one pirate themed amusement park and people loved it. Guys, I'm about to burn down this building. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw I just bought an external hard drive from a PS5 and I had to it came with a free heat sink. So that's cool and all. But gate. But Best Buy just put up another one. For the same price I paid with the heat sink included, so I wouldn't have had to go through the thermal paste issues I had with this one. God oh, damn it. It's fine, though. It wasn't that big a deal. It, it was like 20 minutes of extra work, but it's fine. Anyway, Planet Coaster. Go watch that one. It is down there in the description parts. Uh, tell me why part two, chapter nine, painful memories. That's down there in the description as well. Another Let's Play episode of that game. I believe also from Grade. Is that correct? No, that's Al. Oh, okay. This one's Al. Actually, this whole series is Al. Yeah. yeah. I remember we talked about this in a previous episode. So yeah, go ahead and give that a gander. Now, Al, this next one's you as well, I believe. Mining for treasures and Pokemon in the Grand Underground. Pokemon Brilliant Diamond gameplay. Yeah, that is the sec the sec the middle chapter of the uh like hour session I recorded of myself playing uh Brilliant Diamond. Oh yeah. Good shit. So if you want to see why this man's so obsessed with Pokemon on a gosh darn time, <laughs> you can see well, what's up with that. This one, th this video is more of a case of things you can do compared like when I went on that rant about why it should be best R RPG. Most of mm -hmm. it can be found in the first two videos. Oh, OK. All right. Well, in that case, y'all got some homework to do. Get some context on our conversation. So. Go ahead and uh, you'll use the link down below to get to the other two episodes because they will be somewhere on that channel. I guarantee it. Um, and then the other three things we have here, uh, that cookie clicker video essay I mentioned earlier from Thought Slime, I have it linked down there. So if you want to know why cookie clicker is so good and so transverse, so transversive, I don't know, subversive. That's the word I'm looking for. It's a really good game. Go check it out. Why, why idle games make good satire and how it was ruined. Great video from Thought Slime. They are very good at their job. Uh, and then we have two things that I was in. The first one here being episode 35 uh, of the Cinema Oblivia podcast. I was on this over the Christmas break, and I forgot to mention it last week because we were trying to run up out of here. But we talked about the movie Coonskin, which is an animated feature film that is kind of racist, definitely slightly homophobic. But it has its heart in the right place. But it's 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 very much so messy. We talk about it. We say all the shit that's wrong with it and all the shit that makes it kind of worth remembering. Despite it's it's very complicated. If you want to listen to that podcast about that obscure movie that I literally recorded that episode on my birthday. So that's how I spent my birthday talking about a problematic old animated movie. 
So yeah, go watch that one. It's an interesting one. Or go listen to the podcast. I don't know if you should watch the movie, but go listen to the podcast. In any case, that one's there. And then the last link here, uh, this one randomly happened, but I figured I should probably share something about it. Um, the kind of funny guys are streaming again. They're back from their winter break as well. Greg's back as well. And on his first stream, they play Deep Rock Galactic. And y'all know I love Deep Rock Galactic. So halfway through their stream, they were dying a lot. And so I was like, yo, I will hop in. Just give me the word. And they gave me the word. So like half of the stream is me playing Deep Rock Galactic with them. <laughs> so, yeah. That's something exciting. So if you want to see me play Deep Rock Galactic with what Greg and Snowbite Mike and Kevin, that's a link down there too. It was very weird. So yeah, or <laughs> us playing it wasn't weird, but the fact that it happened was very weird. So you can check that out in the description if you'd like to. Um, and that's all we got for today, everybody. Thank you all for listening. Thank y'all for hopping on here. I, I said I was going to make sure this podcast wasn't three hours long and I kept that promise. But we still hit one o'clock and I apologize. <laughs> so we're going to dip out of here. Thank you again to Graydon. Of course, I'm going to go to sleep and then deliberate on what hot takes I can throw at you next week. Yeah. Oh, also, we all have homework. Listen to some music. <laughs> so, yes, I made that... a playlist during this episode. Yes, I'm going to be checking out all those songs y'all put in there and I might put one or two myself. So look out for that. Um, thank you also, Josh, for hopping on. Fun as always. Yeah, a great time. A, a, a gay old time. I don't know why I had to go there. <laughs> um, anyway, and also, Al, thank you for hopping on. Hey, what's Din Djarin's favorite French meal? Uh, ooh, crepes. Bescargo. Oh, wait. Wow. Wait, what was it? Oh, Bescargo. I was legit going to make an escargo joke. <laughs> it was like escargrogu. <laughs> Oh, you made it so 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 much worse. Uh, or better, depending on who you are. But that that was great. Goes great. That's fantastic. I was yeah. going to go with somehow working Elliot Ness and making it Elliot Ness Cargo. You know what? <laughs> what what what's R and B group TLC's favorite French food? Lisa Left Eye Lopez Cargo. <laughs> no. So why crepes? Yeah, she's creeping on the down low. No one remembers that song. All right, everybody, <laughs> we're leaving now. Thank you all for rocking with us. We'll see you next week for uh, even more categories, some musical ones, but you'll know it when we get there. Um, and without further ado, this has been the Players Club Podcast, episode 81. I've been Emmett Watkins Jr. And as I always say, keep it real, keep it real. Peace out, y'all. Game of the year, game of the year, game of the year, game of the year, game of the year.